right, welcome back everyone to the Cancel for Maintenance podcast. If this is your first time joining us, we are a podcast that takes a behind-the-scenes look into the gritty, non-glamorous life of aviation maintenance. We share some laughs, impart some wisdom, all in hopes of giving you that split seconds of relief in your day that can prevent a mishap. I am your host, Six. Our co-host, MVP, is currently out on a work trip making planes fly in various parts of the country. Uh, good luck for him with all that weather that's happening now. And our third host, Shoreline, is in the back making sure our audio is up to speed and our faces stay fit for radio. Today, I am joined by return of the return return guest, the ever-awesome yet humble Stig of Stig Aviation. Welcome aboard, Stig. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I swear, like it, it's gonna be like Fast and Furious, like we're just constantly cranking out sequels, you know. <laughs> and we are also joined today by two other amazing guests. Our first up, she is a helicopter mechanic. She's an ambassador for Helicopter Association International. She has been featured speaker at many panels. Is the owner and creator of How to Helicopter. It's a page whose goal is to find solutions to get young people interested in the trades again. Please welcome Faith of How to Helicopter. Welcome, Faith. Thank you for coming on to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. And our next guest is a commercial airline mechanic who, in our opinion, is due to become a director of maintenance real soon. <laughs> She's involved in so many organizations, supporting so many prospective AMT students and apprentices. She is the founder and owner of Fix Fly Travel, which is a page that helps mentor and support those interested in entering the aviation industry. Please welcome Elena of Fix Fly Travel. Thank you for joining. Welcome aboard, Elena. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just going to be honest. Like I've said it off roll, but I'm going to say it again. Like y'all are celebrities. Like you (laughs) are our celebrities. Every time and again, people ask us like, who, would you, who is your ideal guest? Who do you guys really love to have on the show? And they're thinking we're going to say some craziness like, oh, Morgan Freeman or um, the first ever <laughs> uh, woman aviator in the history of ever or uh, Charles, uh, the first ever airline mechanics, uh, most recent descendant or something like that. Don't get me wrong. That was, that'd be super cool. But having these three here, this is like. Just, our, just like, tell them. Just tell him you're going to dig up Charles Taylor from the grave and have him podcast with you. Uh, no, I'm going no. to hold a seance, right? That's what we're doing. We're going to hold a seance and just have like a crystal ball. He's going to talk through us. <laughs> Tea and seance. Heck yeah. It's a Ouija board at that point, you know? <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, like uh, I used to be a, such a prankster when I was a kid, especially with people with Ouija birds. Like, uh, some kids will actually have like this huge get get together like or a sleepover or some kind of thing like that, like a house party and they'll play the Ouija board. And I'll be that kid on the outside. I would go to the main breakers and turn the lights off and whatnot. Every, <laughs> every time they're playing the Ouija board and you could just hear hear them screaming and whatnot. Like, oh my God. That's so funny. I'm terrible, man. I, I was such a I was such a freaking prankster as a kid. I I'm probably getting paid back in full someday. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly your guys' names pop in our heads every single time whenever someone asks about uh having guests or who's your dream guest or whatnot it's always you three and it's maybe like a handful more but we always gravitate to you guys first because of the stuff that you guys do and the the content you guys put out for other people to know and use so i appreciate that very much and we appreciate you all very much for that so um. Trust me, we appreciate you for having us. Uh, it's always an honor. It's always a pleasure to 
sit here and have an opportunity to speak. So it's uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this. This is a lot of work that you do here and not everybody does it. So no, the, the, the thank you goes to you for having us here. So stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so, so, I, I always tell you that I tell you guys that all the time. You're always like, what's it like to be famous? I'm like, no, no, you tell me. Cause like, I don't know. <laughs> lies the lies the lies the lies <laughs> like i wish i could have like this recording right now of just like in the most ghetto like echoey voice there is the lies <laughs> from like a robot dj the lies that's what people all the time i've like i've i've just got the gift of gab i think if you do this to this level you do and all of my friends are always like oh you know what you should do a podcast i'm like i don't have the strength like I record everything from a crappy old iPhone and I do all the editorial process like on breaks. Like this is all just very like, that's like the, the end of my knowledge. You know, I don't, I don't do all the editorial. So I can't imagine having like the mics and the setup and like planning people and like that, like I said, that is not for the week. So <laughs> I applaud you. Well, we appreciate that. And it, it's actually, you're actually like boosting us up more than we we did. Because if you've seen some of the stuff we had to pull to get an episode going, you're like, this is the most ghetto craziness ever. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like those quick fixes you do to get the planes out, like just super glue it together. It's will be all right. Like that's pretty much what we do on a on that the That's so. what went through my head right when you said that the things you had to do to pull it together. I was like, sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, yes. Like this is our aviation skills put to the test. <laughs> Just band-aiding things <laughs> together until we have enough uh, parts to actually replace it the, the right way. <laughs> so today, uh, we like to talk about uh, content creation, specifically creating readily available content for the masses to use, such as for that on social media, and then likewise using social media as a teaching tool itself. So, I mean, that's pretty heavy. That's a really heavy topic, especially for you three experts. Let's just say that much. Like, um. Yeah, you guys kind of mentioned like, oh, I just hodgepodge this together during my breaks. I'm like, but to be real, like being able to have content that's engaging, that's educational, that's uh, full of heart, let's call it that, is stressful. I mean, you you talk about how our, li our line of work and doing this show is stressful, like the stuff you guys are doing, especially because you're doing it at work <laughs> or during <laughs> like your free time, which let's face it, like us in the aviation world, the free time is like a privileged word <laughs> so so um let, let's uh talk a little bit like so with you guys with your um your outlets like what made you decide to use social media as a teaching tool uh ladies first please <laughs> so um originally i think as time went on, when I started doing my initial posts, I kind of got the knack for it. Just like what I thought was interesting. Cause at first I was like, okay, I'm going to keep this like strictly educational for helicopter maintenance. So, you know, showing like an airframe fuel filter or a transmission overhaul. And then very quickly I was like, you know what, there's so much more to this, you know, just showing the airport, you know, different things I'm encountering while traveling, tooling I'm using, just things I find interesting, other people's, you know, photography or aircraft I'm not even working on, but other mechanics have brought, you know, 
certain things to light. Um, so over time, it became more than just educational. It was just kind of um, transparent into the industry itself. So um, the educational videos are definitely um, my favorite just because um, the majority of the audience that I thought I was going to be capturing when I started this was um, people probably my own age, maybe a little younger, looking to get into the field. However, as time went on, I figured out the majority of my audience were people exiting the military that were already doing this line of work that are trying to figure out how to transition to the civilian world. And then the other big portion of my audience were pilots that wanted to understand their systems better. So, which was shocking to me. And like I said, as time went on and I kind of got used to using social media a little bit better and like my insights and seeing where these people are viewing my videos and all of this stuff. Um, like I said, I've had to navigate so differently than I thought at first. And then um, also it's funny. I'm sure you guys have also noticed this. I'll post a couple funny videos in a row and I'll get some decent like feedback or traction. And then I have to also accommodate for the people that are strictly here for the educational videos. So I have to throw some of those in. So I kind of have to do like a pepper of everything to, to appease my audience. But um, as time has went on, I've definitely kind of got more of the feel for how I want my um, page to be portrayed, but, but yeah, it's definitely been a ride. That's for sure. Almost definitely. Uh, how about you, Elena? Oh, okay. So my page, I started it quite a while ago. And I, I'll be honest with you, the whole initial was just a curiosity because so I had seen an influencer talking about how to make it grow. And I was just interested in just like, does that work? Almost. I was just, it was a curiosity. And when it started to grow, it, it's amazing, you know, kind of similar to like what Faith is saying, it takes on a life of its own, you know, and when I first started it, I was working at a different station and it was, you know, when Instagram was just pictures at that point, you know, so you're taking pictures, you're trying to explain it, but you still don't have a lot of, you know, space that you can really go into detail. And then once the videos came into play, it was like a whole nother world altogether. And for me, I felt a little fortunate because of the fact that I work in a hangar environment, which allowed me more of the opportunity to be able to really uh, showcase what it's like to work on an aircraft and not just, you know, talking, you know, in a sense about them or I don't, I don't know. For me at that point, it was just trying to be funny, you know, or figure out like how these videos kind of work, you know? And so once I, like one of the first times when I set up the camera and I just, did the job and then, you know, seeing how much it kind of inspired and people were like amazed at how much actually goes into it. I was like, wow, like I really, this is something that it's its own thing. And for me, that's what it was about was kind of more showcasing it from that perspective. And then the website came into play and, and helping people and, you know, yeah, I mean, that's as much as I can say about it at this point in time. And, you know, I just got back too. So it's been quite a journey within literally the last 24 hours, if you want to put it from that perspective, of how much you can help people and how much they actually do pay attention to the things that you put out. Because it, it's, I, I don't even know how to explain it right now. It, it's, it's been, I'll be honest, like the last 24 hours has just been like a real like, 
overwhelming, like wonderful sensation to actually see and hear from people again. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) Most definitely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Stay how about yourself? Because I mean, uh, I remember when we started, uh, we actually started following Elena first. And because uh, her, a lot of her videos popped up in our feeds like quick. Like if we even just said aircraft maintenance, boom, there it is. Like at least seven of her videos just popped up. <laughs> and then, uh, and then everyone says like, oh, you need to talk to this guy. You need to see what he does. I'm like, wow, this is wow. Okay, all right. There's there's a whole there's a whole another world in this stuff. <laughs> you know, like um, oh yeah, know, no, yeah, ahead, no, sorry. No, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just saying like there's like a whole other world of just uh, technicians and specialists who do this kind of stuff. And I'm like, wow. So we really hit the rabbit hole on that one. Like, and of course we found you because, uh, because like, uh, besides, uh, what faith and Elena do yours was probably like in the top three of most searched, mo- mo- like, uh, most recommended on, on top of the, uh, faith and Elena. I well. highly doubt I'm top anything, but, uh, um, look, uh, look, uh, I know <laughs> for a fact, like when I started out, and this is a combination of what Elena said and what Faith said. And Elena has been the OG on this one. She's been doing this for way longer than I have for by far. So when I started this and I went into this blindly out of just, um, how can I put this? Um, I, I, I started my social media on TikTok out of either boredom or i don't want to say boredom that's the wrong word to say out of just curiosity that's that's the best word to to put it out of pure curiosity because prior to me starting any kind of social media i was actually very much a private and very closed off person um the most i had was probably a facebook account and which i posted nothing on it's just news articles whatever when i started when I saw TikTok and it looked somewhat entertaining and I watched a few things here and there and I went into it and I said, you know what, let me try something. I don't know. Let me, let me, let me post a video of something. And it was almost a, um, how, how can I put this? A gratifying feeling of putting something out there in the world. It, I, I've deleted the older, older videos of just silliness because they, <laughs> that's what they were. They were silliness. It was just me yes. walking around. Yeah, yeah, the first one. The, the first one's still there. You got to go back it, and look for is it. it. Still the there? first is one's it still there. Still there. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus. We have to look that up now. I'm like, what, what, how silly was this? I'm, uh, how, oh, it's pretty how silly. silly. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm walking around and I'm, I'm like, oh, welcome to the 321 Neo. Um, you got the nose landing gear right there, and you got them engines right there, them pushing pipes and landing gear, them landing legs. It just this, I'm being dumb. I'm being dumb. I wasn't taking it seriously, but the more it grew and the more I watched other creators, such as Elena, Faith, you know, you have um, Alyssa Lockwood, uh, all these amazing technicians out there and just even now the people i did not know that the world i was entering into these people have been doing these this kind of content for quite some time and i started flowing into it and i'm watching it and i saw something 
And I saw something within myself as well as where I am. And I said, you know what? I have been doing this for a little bit and I have a little bit of experience. And I said to myself, you know what? Stop messing around, Stig. Do something that's um, educational. Do something that's going to show what you do in a fun way and present it that way. In the beginning, it became more of of me in front of a camera or me talking to my audience, after which changed because of certain circumstances, which is fine. And I kind of had to adapt to the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fast forward here. I'm, oh, I don't want to make this a long, drawn-out story here. Fast forward to now, I realized that I need to put out very basic information in a very basic format. Mm-hmm. I don't have to show like like if you take a look at Elena's uh, page or take a look at Faith's page, they are very very technical, incredibly technical, informative things. Um, I can't do what they do. I can't. On my side of things, what I can do is I can give a broad spectrum. I can talk about something and give the very, I can condense the complex into, into very simple things where a passenger can understand where I try to make it. My, my dad always, uh, always used to say this to me, explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old because mm-hmm. I would try to explain something yep. to him and he would just say, son, I don't get it. What are you trying to say? Explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. And I said, okay. And I took that concept. And I said, okay, let me, let me explain aircraft systems and aircraft technology in such a basic way, in such a rudimentary way. And on top of that, keep repeating myself. That's why you always hear me repeating myself in my videos. That's not by accident. And sometimes I, but it is because I just talk that way. But I always tend to repeat myself and I say the same thing over and over in a different way until something sticks. And that's, <laughs> that was the thing. It was a, making people understand something very complex in a very simple way. Now, if it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Whoever takes away from that information that I put out there benefits. Whoever doesn't, they catch on to a little glimpse of it. It's still a win. As we all know, attention span is a uh, is a very interesting thing nowadays, right? Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah, which is where I really got to hand it <laughs> off to you guys with your content, because I mean, you especially with some of the limitations on some outlets that you guys put up, like uh, TikTok, you only can only put like two minutes or something like that. No, you can put two minutes. You, you can. Uh, I, I I can put a 10, 10 minute video out on TikTok right now, and good luck for anybody to watch. For yep. more than thirty to fifteen to thirty seconds, and you can watch the demographics. And you're like, I just put out a full blown informational video on deep dive on ATE chapter twenty one to explain everything that you want to know about air conditioning systems. Fifteen seconds in, swipe. Uh, this is boring. I need to go see. I need to go see see somebody hit their hair, head against the tree or do a silly dance. So it's, you know, it, you're catering to a very specific crowd mm-hmm. and 
that's a very specific crowd it is the one that's going to sit there and say i want to learn this i want to see this and that's what we do we we don't cater to the masses that that's that's the key as it, it might look like we are it might look like we're like okay we're putting out content and okay followers this that the others likes i like for me i personally i could care less <laughs> for me i am catering to the people that want to learn and that's you know going back to the original question why i do this it's because i cater to the people that are wanting to educate themselves even though it's the ba most basic knowledge that it is it's still education in some form or another exactly that i mean that's freaking awesome and i want i want to elena brought up a big one and faith kind of did too where like uh these pages or the these um personalities or I'm, I'm sorry let's uh, dial back like these pages take a personality of their own so like it it, it starts to become like it like you just created skynet right like oh my god it it, it lives it's making its own decisions what is it gonna you know it's starting to learn on its own and when that happens uh we've kind of seen it for ourselves and i'm pretty sure you guys have too where when it starts taking a life on its own it starts like demanding a life of its own if that makes any sort of sense to yes, everybody. It does. It yes, absolutely it does. does. Like, I think I th that's one of the reasons I, I won't lie where I had to take a break because, you know, I've had so much going on and with it having a life of its own, it's, you want to be there. You want to have that much time to spend on it and talk to all these people and share with them and make them feel heard, you know? And sometimes, you know, that can become one of the most, at least for me, it was one of the most difficult things to do because I wanted to give more to it and it became so impossible to do that. Mm -hmm. And then it's likewise, like balance. yep. And then it likewise too, so once it starts, very good. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and likewise, too, when it takes a life on its own, it starts demanding a life of its own. It starts like, um, uh, it starts creating an image on its own. If that makes any sort of sense, like, uh, like I am the I am the technical expert, or I am the funny one. I am the 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 broad and the broad spectrum person, right? And so, like, when you start deviating from that, it it, it kind of crashes people's brains a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm talking? If you guys, they're like, who are you? Yeah, that one, like, you know, <laughs> right? Like your identity doesn't exist. It's now this and only this. And so, like, um, and I'm sure everyone here can relate. Like uh, that kind of stuff really starts to put a number on you. Like, um, I can't. Like uh, you said it best. You want to like, stay authentic to who you are as a human being. At least that's how I see it for my page. I've always wanted to come across as the Elena that you're going to meet on social is the Elena that you'll meet in person. And so once it starts to create that life of its own and you want to show for me other aspects of my personality, not just the teaching aspect and people are like, why are you doing that? You know, it does. It becomes very difficult because you want to show more. You want to show all those sides of like you and not, you know, mainly from and not being personal, but from like the work aspect. And sometimes you're not able to do that. Right. Um, I also want to talk about some of the challenges you face when you're using social media as a teaching tool, because uh, <laughs> some of the stuff you just want to give, like you, like, I want to give it to you. You're asking and I want to give it. But sometimes the technology is just not caught up enough for you to do that. Um, a example is like, I want to show you how the simulators work, but I can't do that over the phone. 
or uh, whatever recording device I'm using. Uh, likewise with us with say like the podcast, like I want to, I want to just download my brain to yours, just kind of like Wi-Fi it from the, from your listening device into your head, but I just can't, or it, it's some things like I can't just explain in words. You have to actually see and touch it, or you have to watch it in action. And it's, it becomes very difficult to do that. And and then likewise, like uh, another challenge, uh, at least we face is when uh, someone wants to know more about something, they really want to dive deep into this, but they want the answer right then and there. And oh. um, you can't do that yep. for one oh, reason or I, another. I, can I, I, I got to speak on this one. Sorry. Yeah, I, go for I, it. So, go. oh man, that, that one hit home. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of, hungry hungry people out there hungry for knowledge this is what i mean hungry and thirsty for knowledge like you have no idea how many people out there is just they want that knowledge and it is so difficult to cater to that it's it's almost quite impossible and you, you guys y'all you know i try to talk to every single person out there and uh answer every single question that i can and the requests that i get sometimes is just it's impossible for me to do like a person i was a couple of days ago uh hey stig um can you do um, a video on on uh fire systems and in this particular way i'm like dude do you know how difficult it would take me two days two straight days <laughs> of talking non-stop non-stop just to explain to you everything that goes on within the fire systems of a fixed wing aircraft. It's impossible. I can't even fathom condensing that into a simple format of a five minute video, which most won't even watch because I will go into such technical detail that they will, as soon as I start mentioning Kitty Fenwall or, you know, gas filled, uh systems that expand due to pressure and heat like they would lose me they would not they they would completely lose like get sidetracked and like what the, the hell is this guy talking about yeah. i don't even know what he's talking about but for that one person it's important so what i try to do is i'm like dude i can't make a video for you but i'll like try to explain to you as much as i can right. and that's what i try to do you know, when you want to throw it out into the world, that becomes very, very difficult because you need time, you need effort, you need editing, you need the footage. It just becomes an ordeal. I need a production team and people don't realize that people think I'm, I'm a, some people think I'm a freaking airline or something. When it says Stig Aviation, it, doesn't, it does not mean a Stig Airlines. It's just one dude with a phone walking around taking footage and me doing a talking about what i'm what i'm showing you and for me to try to deep dive into aircraft systems to such a detail way i i, I need time i i need a platform i need a whole production team to be able to do that it's impossible for one person to do that Oh, I, I, I can attest. <laughs> we, we here on the show can attest. And I'm going to be honest, when you said that, it, it really made me laugh just now. I was trying not to like really just holler laugh into the mic. Like, 
when you guys, when we first discovered you, we flat out thought that's what you guys were. We thought Stig Aviation <laughs> was an airline. We thought Fixed Fly Travel was an airline slash travel booking company because of all the <laughs> traveling pictures you put up. I thought how the helicopter was a school. I'm like, it's only one person explosion, implosion, yeah, dude, explosion. Like, like, we're literally individual people. I, Funny, right? I that's how dumb, people, but that's like, how. I'm sorry. I think people think like you're not. No, you're good. Like, like you're not. Like you're an entity or something. Like you're not a single person that's also working a nine to five. You're just taking a little bit more upon yourself you know, to educate or to put something that's cool or special out into the world. But yeah, I absolutely, I have people all the time that are like, oh, like, hey, can I get a hold of someone on the team? Hey, like, um, I just messaged this, um, you know, social media platform. I'm going to try on this one. Um, if your team could get back to me, I'm like, the team's working real hard here. <laughs> like, it's me, myself, and I is the team. <laughs> like, let me hold on. Let me ask the let me ask the manager self. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, gee, I don't know. Gee, I don't know me. Uh, Elena, Elena's back there. He goes, hold on. I, I gotta ask the dog. Wait, the cat's got the, the cat is taking notes. The cat is taking notes. <laughs> hold on. He's writing as fast as he can. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> and Knox is over there with the buttons, you know, pressing them, telling me what he thinks I should do next. You know, I should like, probably do that. That would be a good idea. You know, <laughs> that that dog's playing Galaga. He didn't think we'd notice, but we do. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man reference. Hell yeah. But, but, yeah, serious, but uh, that, that's how it's, uh, it's interesting the way it works. Uh, and the thing is, when once they realize, once the audience actually realizes, and you do capture a certain portion of audience. Some are, you know, dismissive. They 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 come up to you wanting something, and once they don't really, they once they understand what you really are, which is you're just an individual, you're one person, but you're trying to help at, at the best of your capacities, obviously. And then once they realize, you're like, oh my goodness, uh, okay, you're just this one person, and either they get, you know, dismayed and just walk away. You're like, oh, okay, you're, this is not what I'm looking for. Or they start asking questions. And mm-hmm. this is the part of most of us, which where we start to try to help. Like when they start asking questions like, well, okay, so how do I start? Where do I go with this? Or I have this idea or I want this type of information. You try to feed their knowledge. You want to give them the information that they want. Obviously, we're very limited of what we can show and what we can give them but we try our best to give them as much technical knowledge as humanly possible but now put multiply that on a grander scale where you have thousands of people of doing that at the same time and they're expecting an answer immediately Mm. this goes back again to the attention span and wanting to learn Nowadays, everything's fast. Everything is immediate. You can go on Google. You can type. You can get your information. And this is the thing that kind of messes with me. It's like the information is out there. Mm -hmm. Literally, all the information, like almost 60% of aviation, the technical knowledge, is pretty much out there for free for people. But they rather ask you, which is, a, but, but, by the way, which is a compliment. It's a good thing. Instead of taking initiative and 
wanting to, hey, let me figure this out. Let me get a little bit more information on this on my own and then go ask the technical question with a little bit of background behind it. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. just, you know, shoot your shot type of deal. Or like, hey, what's that hole on that engine? Hey, what is this thing at the belly of the airplane? Hey, why does that, why is the tire, does, why does the tire not wear as quick as this or that? You know, simple questions. But, but this is what I try to teach. I, this is why you guys see me always put out the questions and never give the answer on my stories that that's always been my goal of hey i'm gonna throw you a question but i am never gonna give you the answer unless you take the initiative to either ask do your research or even or take a guess and that's always been my response to people they're like hey why don't you just answer the question i'm like no i'm not gonna answer the question i answer a question it's your job to figure it out that's how it works so i think stig and i have like had like a lot of ted talk sorry (laughs) Sorry. i was gonna say i think you and i i think stig and i have had a lot of conversation on that topic of people coming to us and like asking us questions for me i think you know one of the things that i have to say about my followers is uh, it goes both ways kind of like what stig was saying but for me it has been the level of respect that people have so once they find out and realize that I do this by myself and then they see that I work a 10 hour shift on top of it and everything that I do within that. And they know, you know, I, when do I sleep? I don't know when I sleep at this point in time. Um, and I do like a million other things on the side with the website and all that. And they're like, it's okay. Take your time and getting back to me. Like, but I would like to know. And then you have the ones like Stig was saying that has, you know, the questions and you're like, you can Google it. It's right there in Google. I swear to good. You're like, it, just, just Google it. Just Google it. You'll find the answer. I promise you, you know? So, and then I've also had it to where there's the complete opposite extent where I don't get back right away. And then I am the most horrible person on the face of the planet and they will do anything and everything from what they say to destroy me because I did not get back to them. So it's like, there's, such a line in it and then some like i said when it gets to that point you're just like oh my goodness google just please google just and then come back to me with the other question the follow-up i can give you that one i'll give you that one you know that's how it feels sometimes it, it's about initiative it's it, it's it you know what it goes back to real life scenarios especially with an aircraft maintenance what elena was just mentioning and in faith i'm sure you've seen this yourself as well that initiative of wanting to learn, right? I mean, like you, you get a new hire. You're like, if a new hire is standing there and just kind of has his hands in his pockets or their hands in their pockets or whatever, and you're working and they're not asking anything, they're not saying anything. What does that tell you automatically? It's just like, hey, they're yep. not really interested. I can't tell you- how many of the people, just kind of like what you were saying, it depends on how the question is worded too. So like I get people in my inbox all the time, just like you guys do. And they're like, oh, what's the PSI output of the hydraulic pump on a jet ranger? Like that, like you guys are saying, that is something that's Googleable. Like that's something that you can look up on your own. But when like I had a, a young woman ask me the other day, she's like, hey, I fly all the time over water. And I know that these floats on my skid gear deploy, but 
there's nothing in the manual that says how long they take to deploy. She's like, can you make a video of like you triggering the switch and like, you know, ejecting the floats? And I was like, I am going to add that to my to-do list. Like, absolutely. That is a great point. Like people that are actually taking the initiative to try to find the answers or have very, very valid questions. And I'm like, I don't know. That's a fantastic question. Or maybe I'm going to, you know, try to look into this and dig a little deeper. But yeah, I've also had my fair share of the trolls. You know, like you're saying, like people are like, if you don't answer me, I hope you die. And you're like, wow, yeah. <laughs> great. This is awesome. <laughs> you're like, fantastic, which I struggle with very much deeply um, responding, not responding to some of those just because it takes every fiber in my being. Sometimes when someone will post something like, of course, you're always going to have the trolls that are like, haha, like, you know, this isn't right or. Kobe yeah. Bryant. If I had a oh, dollar for every time yeah. I Kobe. Don't sorry with that. I'm, oh God. Uh, I had to. I yeah. filtered it. I filtered a lot of my stuff for a while just because it was just not even that, just other stuff too. But you know, it's a you mental just get the thing trolls, after then, a while. It becomes mental. Like you're trying yes. to be happy and share things, and then you have like you know. I'm trying not to curse. Like I'm really trying not to. Like it's really funny. I know. Um, I know. But you have these jerks <laughs> that just come out of nowhere and they say these things that are just so belittling and rude. And you it's, oh, it's like it's like in detail. It's yeah. in freaking detail. Like they're yeah. just like like I think one of the worst ones that like stuck out was this guy. And like he said something, he just said he wrote, literally he wrote scoff. He's like women should never be in aviation. I'm like, Oh, this guy, let's, I'd like to hear this. And so I put, I literally commented, (laughs) I commented and was like, would love to hear this further. And so then he literally wrote like a paragraph in detail about like how women are just like a distraction in aviation. I was like, if you think you got big pants, dog, I'm going to pin your comment to the top. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) Just right, let everybody I, was, it, was this the same one that we uh, commented on? We're like, cool story, bro. <laughs> like, it could have I, been. I swear it was I, one like, of you. Like one of you, someone made this huge dissertation of a comment of like just explaining X, Y, Z of why uh, a certain gender variety should not be in a certain occupation. And we're just like, we just came in there all nonchalant, like cool story, bro. <laughs> like, I think, I think you've done it to like all of us, like, or, you know, any of the girls. Cause like we end up doing that at this point in time where we're just like pin it at that point. Everyone else will take care of you. Oh man. Man, don't let Stig see it. He'll come right after them like hard, like oh, real hard, man. No, like, you, you the don't minute wanna, they see that. You don't want <laughs> me to see that. When I see that kind of stuff, oh man, I, that's, I get my, that's how I the get, guys, I get my tools out. I get my, my real tools out. <laughs> once I get my real tools the out, words, you know what, the real big the, words come out at real, that point in time. The real big <laughs> words come out at that point. And people, when they, when they, when I start talking, Oh, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. At that point, it's, oh, it's kind of, look, I'll be honest with you. I've gotten it really bad. Like I've been on one of Stig's lives and it's like people who are literally like death threats from me being on it. It was that nasty, bro. And when he sees that stuff, it's like, I have to call him right away and be like, calm down, leave it alone. Don't, it's not worth it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. honestly not, don't keep going. Let this person just like fizzle himself out. He'll get tired to the point where they block you. It's like, you're not offended. They end up blocking you. So just leave it alone. It's really funny. I always, all the guys in my break room, it's so funny because like a lot of the guys that I work with are like my dad's age and which is kind of awesome. It's like working with a whole team of dads. And so 
a lot of them got social media just to watch my stuff, which I'm like, I freaking love you guys. But it's so, so funny at break. Like if I, I, I would always post stuff around like 1130 or 12 because that's when we went on break. And a lot of other people are on lunch break, too. So that's when I would post stuff. And it was so funny because by the end of break, everyone would watch it. And by then it's already like racked up, you know, like some comments or whatever. And it's just so funny. I would see them just like one after the other. Like the minute someone made a comment like that, they were like, oh, wait, where, where was it at? Which video? And they're just like, I know you got like, you can't get them. Like, we'll get them for you. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, I'll pin the comment to the top or I'll let you know the username. They're like, I'll bet. <laughs> they take care of it for me. Oh, they're, they're, they rush. They, it's like that. That's the way it is. It's like, you know, the people that you know that are genuine and that are real and on, and on top of that, you know, we know, we all know each other. Aviation is such a tiny little world. Mm-hmm. We yes. all just circulate within this little bubble of a world, and we all know each other. And as soon as an outsider tries to poke at it, and everybody just rushes in, you're like, uh, "Yeah, you're just you're not you're messing with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Don't do don't do that." <laughs> like the thing is. I look, I've gotten like not as bad as you guys. I, I you know what? Women in aviation get it the worst, man. Yes, I, they do. And I, they get it the worst. And I, you guys put up with so much BS, man. And it's, it breaks my heart, man. It really, really breaks my heart to see so that I'm, kind of I'm kind of glad you guys did bring up the negative comments because, I mean, contrary to popular belief, we used to get a lot of negative comments, right? And Sometimes they'll be very passive aggressive about it. Like, ha ha, funny. The fuel probe is not 80 feet long. I'm sorry. I meant to say the plane was. It's not the freaking probe. I'm sorry. Right. But uh, some individuals, <laughs> they get real into the weeds with stuff. Right. And um, they, there was like this uh, negative comment war on this one uh, magazine's website once that just like just trashing us. And um, uh, some of our friends, uh, really close friends told us, told us about it. Like, hey, man, like these guys are really bashing you guys. I'm like, eh, whatever, man. Like, um, we, we started making this joke about it. Like, well, the more negative stuff you give, the more I'm just going to put it on the air so everyone can laugh at you. Or, um, uh, we made this joke on, on one of our episodes that like, the more you comment negatively about us, the more we're going to print bumper stickers about it. And we have, we had a lot of <laughs> negative comments that came about. We made uh, bumper stickers out of it. And like, do you know uh, what I do? Oh my goodness. I tell them, thank you. Thank you for boosting me on the algorithm. So somebody else who actually really needs to see this can see it. I really appreciate your comment. That's what right. I say to them. Right. Or like, uh, I'm, oh. li- uh, I'm living in your You're mind. Free. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> I'm living free in your head. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've done my fair share of doing the Elena thing and being like, thank you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. And all of your, your commentary really drives me you know, to wake up in the morning. So thank you for that. Like, or it, it means I will I'm do doing the flip side right. of the coin. I've done both and I'm notorious for just doing both. One day I'll wake up and I choose peace and the next day I choose violence. And I'm like, That's you know me. what? Pound sand, you old bastard. I'm like, <laughs> get out of my inbox. Cool story, bro. <laughs> like, like, like for me, I get the, I get the silly comments, this and that. And just what I do is just, uh, first of all, I, I am my, my brain, my brain when, when I'm, when I view my own, I know Elena's laughing right now. She, she already know. She already knows what I'm gonna say, dude. It's it's freaking hilarious. So you know, I get a ton of comments, and some of them just like, um, 
I, I genuinely think they're asking a question. That's how that's how dense I am, I guess. I don't know. He'll Maybe come just, to me and be like, oh, did you see what this person says? And I'm like, Stig, you realize that's not a compliment, right? I'm like, you know? I'm like wait, what? I mean, like, I treat wait. it like that sometimes. I'm like, wait, are you, you, know, are you do that and it kind of trips them up. Like, wait, that's, that wasn't a question. What? Like, well, well, well it is thing. now. Let's roll it, dude. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm like, uh, I'll get some comments. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I I don't understand your question. Like, uh, what, what, can you can you please rephrase your question so I can answer? Is this like aviation related? But then you get you know the some really silly stuff. I'm like, I I don't even understand this anymore. Like, You're like well, how did you get here? Play, play, like, like play, I'm I'm talking about aileron aileron functions, and you're talking about. Uh, I don't know how to basket weave underwater. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like, it's like, funny. It's so funny too, because I've done the flip side of the coin to that because it's so hard to read tone over text that sometimes <laughs> people will legitimately just be like people that aren't very good at using social media. And they're trying to ask a question and it comes out very, it just reads or super blunt. And so then I get very like, uh, you know, passive aggressive, and then it they was can the tell day it you the chose text. violence. It's like that day you choose <laughs> like, violence is when they do that. that that's well, like that's like one a.m. One a.m. in the morning. Faith is just like looks at her TikTok. She's like, smash <laughs> 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 your screen violently. <laughs> they follow up though with like like after they've said something so blunt, like you know, and I read it that way, and that's how I interpret it, and then I respond kind of having the same sauciness and then their response is like all like smiley faces yes it's like smiley faces and so happy and i'm like i'm so sorry i went straight for the throat on that (laughs) (laughs) it happens it happens all the time i do it too like look i'm not gonna lie to you i i I do it all the time too it's like there's sometimes you're yeah you want to keep up with the stuff you want to keep up with the questions but you, you you get on there and Somebody just says something really silly, and you're like, "You're just like, okay, I'm gonna let you have it." You sorry, you 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 pulled the you pulled the wrong ticket on that one. Mm-hmm. This is the time I'm out of patience, and I'm just gonna just uh, type 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 type, and you know they, they you know they get in. Then next mo- next morning, I wake up. I'm like, I get a DM like, "Oh, I didn't mean it like that." I'm like, "Oh, damn." I'm Sorry, I, I can I can honestly just picture every single one of you like just having that meltdown, like cowabunga it is. For me, it's the face it in the flight deck when I just so oh, happen yeah. to be there waiting for something, and then I open my phone and I see it, and I'm like, it's like the heavy breathing, you know? You're like, I can't believe this person, you know? Like, and then it's you're gonna, you're gonna get it now. You're gonna get yeah, it. Yeah, it's like on, you, you can hear me typing. Yeah, it's like so loud. They're like, what? Who pissed you off? I'm like, hold on, and then. It, and then they send the smiley face and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I just did that. Like, yeah, and then I'm trying yeah. to be like, no, I really meant it. Like, sincerely, even though I'm sorry if it smiley face, you know, like you're not <laughs> trying to be like, I'm sorry, because you want to be like, that's my personality, you know, or something like that. Like, play it off almost. I've done that, too. And you're just like <laughs> smiely face, you know, like, you know, wait, the, the, you know, this is the funny part. This goes back to, again, people forget we're human beings. This, mm-hmm. this is. <laughs> 
You can't say that. We've you already established that. Oh, that. Well, you say you're that. the you're one Skynet. person you're here that can't by say the that. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm. I'm literally the only one person that I can't say that. Like, but uh, again, okay. The rest of you are human beings. <laughs> uh, I. I am just like this entity of whatever made of nuts and bolts and fan blades. But whatever. Logic says saying, they're mad, so they're mad. I must like, be mad. Like, yes, <laughs> I, I am yes. a hologram, sir. <laughs> I, 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 ident- I identify as a meat popsicle, sir. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> please put your hands on the, on the yellow circles, please. <laughs> yes, exactly. Please, somebody get that reference. Whoever I is listening. I just I said it. it. I just said whoever, it. Put your hands on the whoever, yellow circles. No, I'm just saying, I, I'm imploring to the audience that listens to this. If somebody gets that reference, put that down into the comments. I want to know if you figure that the reference out. Enjoy. Stig, stig buys coffee if you get it right. <laughs> Now, is that only to like a, like a Gen Z? <laughs> you got to ask that one to a Gen Z, not like, you know, because other people are going to know when you say that. Oh, oh, oh okay. Man. Sorry, oh, sorry, man. sorry. <laughs> uh, so let, let's talk a little bit about content because we kind of went there. Like, um, I don't know if you guys felt it. I'm pretty sure you all have at one point, like a uh, creative burnout. Um, like you, uh, you feel like you've just been cranking out content. You've been making things going. And then you come to this point where like, I just don't know what the hell to do right now. Like, uh, my brain's not working. I'm not motivated to do it. Um, you start putting things off for later. You know, uh, you start getting all the I'm symptoms of like, of yeah, like actual burnout. Yeah, me. Go, yeah, go, like, go. Oh my, that's, that's been me. I haven't put out content in such a long time. You know, it's been it, just thinking about it, talking about it. I've spoken to other creators too, especially the ones who have been there from the beginning. And we all kind of say the same thing. Social media has lost what it was. Like when we first started doing it, it was like original. Everybody was original, you know? And so for me, it's been this, this thing of wanting to stay true to myself and true to what it is that I do and what I enjoy doing. And then you see all this other stuff come out and, and you're trying to make your own things and it just doesn't sit right, you know? And for, it's been a place for me where I just, you know, I've been so busy or honestly, I guess what it's been is that it's just been a burnout to the point where I would rather kind of do other things because maybe if I take a break, something will magically pop into my head, which I honestly, I have to thank Faith for this one because I watch her videos lately and for me, it's like, I would love to sit there and now I kind of have an idea of like what I would like to do. And honestly, it's because of faith. But for so long, I've been in a place where it was just like a complete burnout of just, I didn't know what to do. I had no ideas, nothing. You know, you want to have your own voice and be creative and be seen for who you are and not because you're trying to copy or, you know, somebody else. So I definitely understand that one to a completely new level like have you guys ever done like uh like unbalanced content consumption like you know like you doom scroll through someone else's stuff to kind of like okay maybe if i just look through somebody's stuff you know you get inspired but you keep scrolling 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 and then you just like kind of put your you just dig yourself in a hole deeper like oh Mm -hmm. oh, that came out really good i can't i want to do something like that but i don't got the stuff to do that they probably know what they're doing scroll 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 like Oh, this was really good. I should probably do something like that. Scroll, scroll, scroll. You know what I mean? It just turns into like this rabbit hole of like, of doom scrolling, of just like uh, consuming other people's stuff 
and you're like having uh, had the fuel to make something of your own because it just doesn't like click, so to say. It was like a personal attack, like honestly. Um, yeah, <laughs> I say man, that joke. It's me. It me. I'm attacking myself, really. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, if you if you ever see uh, us just like like we haven't put anything out yet, or we're just like constantly resharing other people's stuff, it's just because like I have I have drawn a blank. I like, or we we collectively just for for this avenue of of creativity, we have nothing. Uh, we got something else uh, going on. So we kind of have that working for us. So we're not completely in the dumps, but um, there are times too. So. Uh, and you guys have said it where like, if you're not engaging, you're just like, you're almost like forgotten about like, uh, yeah, so that's kind of like hard. the pros and cons of taking a break. But um, when they, when you uh, put something, you haven't put something out in so long, like you just feel less and less creative. I'm like, <sighs> and then you just start procrastinating more. I'm like, Mm -hmm. eventually i'll find something to do and then it starts turning into like that morning dread almost you know like uh i think i think like stig has heard everything that you've said i think he's heard that on like repeat for me for quite some time <laughs> i mean it, i mean it's me it's stig so you want to hear me next because like i could tell you i'll probably talk you off like wow oh, man like I'll, i talk a lot but you talk a lot so what the, can we just like call it even and stop <laughs> look hey look i it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have faith. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, you're fine. I literally like, I cannot tell you, Elena, how many times I've been through that. And I'm like, I tell people too, I'm like, this is my pay page. I post at my leisure because for a while there, I was like, okay, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm putting these types of videos out. And then I'll fluctuate sometimes on Saturday if I've got some extra stuff to float. And I was so critical and calculated with it. And I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. And like, that was the whole reason I started doing this was to not only, you know, create fun for other people to maybe watch and get engaged and whatever, but, but for myself. And so mm -hmm. I've gone MIA from my page a couple of times too. And people are like, oh, you haven't posted in a while. You haven't posted. And I'm like, I'm racking up videos on my drafts. It's just a matter of getting to editorial process mm -hmm. and everything else. But I'm like, you know what? Like, like people will say all the time, like, oh, like I put this video together. I spent hours on it. And I'm sure you guys can attest to this. There's nothing more of a letdown than when you pour your heart and soul into a video and then just it flops. And like, yeah. not that it doesn't do good. There's not people I, that aren't interested, but it's like got, not the got, engagement you thought. No, I got, I got something to say about that one. And uh, I hope I hope this helps. So, you know, I've done so many of those faith. So many of those where I've literally poured out so much detailed, minute information that was asked of me and those videos turned into a flop. Like, but the thing is, I stopped. Th I, I, I guess, I don't know. Before I used to care, like maybe when I first started doing this stuff, I stopped caring. I don't care. I don't care if you a hundred people view it. I don't care if 100,000 people view it. I could care less. It doesn't matter to me. I don't do it. Again, this goes back to the conversation of who are you catering to? And what is the social media algorithm trying to push out? But, you know, the true people, the true people that want to learn, the true people that are actually following to educate themselves those are the real people that are wanting to learn watching it seeing it 
But, and, but I, I also think it comes down to the factor of like, like you said, you do it for your enjoyment. And when you're getting to a point of where you feel like you don't, you're not creative any longer, which I know you understand this. And I was no, going to joke around six and say that for, I feel like you can tell when, especially if you work in an airport and you're a creator, when you're burnt out, because all you're doing is either taking videos of aircrafts taking off and landing oh, when you're trying to figure out <laughs> exactly when you're trying to figure out what your where your voice is and where that creativity is you're like takeoffs and landings or for me it's like my cuba road trip so i'm just you know video of like all the clouds you know no. just like and the wings because it's like She's that's right. it you know enjoy the happy clouds everybody enjoy the uh, happy yeah. clouds I, I, I'm I, don't happy, down, I don't mean to debbie down i don't mean to debbie down what yeah. you've been saying stig uh but uh i, I want to touch a little bit on that you know like once you hit that creative burnout or once you hit like that you don't feel like you're creating for fun anymore uh like uh you start creating developing like harmful habits right and i'm not meaning like you want to hurt yourself i mean maybe if it gets that deep but like, oh geez, it's, start, it's, it's, it's social media, bro. We're, we're not that deep. <laughs> right, right, right. But okay, okay, a little too extreme. But I have seen some people do it, so I have to say it. But uh, you ever get so stressed out of wanting to put something out or put something together, like you really want, like your heart's there, but the 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 create the creativity's not flowing. Yes, and so, many and times. so like um, you start creating like har- like uh, uh, like oh, habits, well. like uh, like stress eating. Or uh, yes. I don't know if any of you have ever done this. I- I'm going to call myself out big on this. I've, I I do like stress napping. <laughs> no. I, don't know I, I just gonna, turned to fixing my house. That's what I was doing. I, I, I didn't just, know what to do. So everything was just, I'm going to go work on this and like destroy. So I've got like five projects going on at the same time. She, because she I'm likes, just like. She, she likes tearing walls down. Pull, yeah. I put walls. holes in walls and knock things down. And that's what I've been doing to kind of like figure out. Because like, okay, I think the best way to explain it is, you know, you create this platform you meet so many incredible people. I <laughs> I went to an aviation school the other day and they were like, Lena, where have you been? Like, we can't find your page. Like, where is it? And I'm talking to them and I'm, I just got done working a very long 10 hour shift and I went to go see them at 10 a.m. So it was like three, four hours after my shift. I was waiting to like go see the kids and talk with them. And I'm talking about my page and how much I enjoy doing what it is that I was doing. But like right now, it's just not. And I'm getting all emotional. I'm all choked up and I'm like, it's because I haven't slept. Okay. You know, like, and you could hear it because it's (laughs) like, it almost becomes like a part of you, this community that you're a part of and the people that. That you talk to and so when you feel like you're that burnt out that you can't put anything out and show something that you're so freaking passionate about you know it's like well I don't know what to do you know and you're just you're you, I felt lost honestly that's how it felt like I felt yeah. very lost in figuring out you know because it felt like there was a part of me that just was missing um And trying to get back to that, trying to find even the courage is kind of how it felt because you start to feel like you've been left behind. You're not going to continue to make the impact that you did before. Like I'm getting choked up now thinking about it. Holy crap. I'm tired. I've been up since 4 a.m. I mean, you're hitting (laughs) nails on the head, like like squarely on on target every single time. And she has. She's she's been incre- like Elena and Faith. Like they've been working hard. Everybody's working hard. 
the thing, one thing people don't realize is what's behind the social media wall is a personal life. You have a personal life. It's not just, oh, aviation. Yes, we all love aviation. We all work very hard. We try to give to the our community as much as possible. But sometimes people forget that, you know, th there's people behind these names. There's people behind these images. Um, these people work the, hard. Go, the sir, big go bottom line is, no, you're good, is it, it shows that you care. The fact that yes. you're getting choked up, the fact that you care this much, that you're trying to do this not just for yourself, but for others. You know, a lot of people don't understand it. I know you guys know this all too well. People just mm -hmm. looking at you like, why take this initiative on? Like, you don't have to. You're not getting paid for this. This isn't, you no. know what I mean? It's like, we're doing this for free. We're doing this for free. No, literally. People, and and you like, know which one oh. I've heard a lot? They're like, you just like the attention. That's okay. what it is. Yeah, and, and, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, God. it's not about the attention. It's not about me. Like, you don't see the messages, you know? And and when you hit that roadblock of you don't know what to put out, that's why it feels like such a letdown is because, you know, part of you knows and understands that you've made an impact. Even though, you know, and there's a humbleness about it because I don't sit there and gloat about it. That's never my intentions with it. Hell, I don't even feel like I make the type of impact that everybody says I do, you know, because I'm just doing something that I enjoy. I want to put out the content that I enjoy putting out that makes me feel happy. I feel proud of the work that I'm able to accomplish, you know, and all of this, you know, to be able to make these aircraft fly, you know, mm -hmm. so it, it goes so much further than just, you know, putting something out there, you know, it, it, or having your face be seen. I would rather not be in front of it, you know, but the fact is, is that, you know, how I chose to make my content, which is showing the work that I accomplish usually that involves me being in front of it. You know, I'm sorry if not everybody likes that, but that's, that's, it shows you that it's possible to do this type of stuff. You know, it brings the human aspect to it all. And, and when you don't feel creative, it just, you feel like that little part of like what you've become, I guess is the best way to put it is lost. And it's very, it's been very difficult to kind of get past that for quite some time until literally recently. Oh, very much. So. Totally. I like, Go ahead. Sorry. sorry. Go ahead. And, like take a step away. Like, like I said, I've gone MIA from my page and I'm like, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. Like you, like we were talking about earlier, like the team of people behind you is you yourself and I. So it's like, <laughs> you know what, like go ahead and take some PTO time and just, uh, you oh, know, I fully deactivated. Just, I deactivated the account and everything because just seeing any type of notification from like Instagram pop up was too much for me to handle. So it was deactivated and I deleted my, you know, Instagram little, you know, uh, app so that I, it wasn't in my mind thinking about it so that I could reset and refresh myself. Yep. And that's totally okay. Like I said, I've done the same thing. If people are like, Oh, are you not doing it anymore? It's like, no, I'll do it when I want to do it. Like, you know, like I just kind of having some time to myself and it's hard to balance life and 10 other things you've got going on. Like at the peak, like when I first started and finally started to get traction, like 
I was getting married. I would, I bought a house that we completely demolished. Like we, you know, were renovating and doing all these different things, going on vacation, catching up with family. It's like, it's so hard to find time when you want to spend all of your time doing that, but you get hyper-focused. I know I do. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm neglecting these five other things that I have to take care of in my life. And I'm not one of those people that operates at 100% and can focus on five things at once. I've never been that way. So I just have to do things in spurts and then some stuff will drop off for a week. Okay, this this week I'm focusing on these two things. That's in the agenda. Next week, we're going to shift. We're going to take care of these things, you know. So I found that's what works best for me. And I know that's not everybody, but yeah, like totally feel you there. Faith, we definitely need to talk after this. So, <laughs> I mean, you guys are hitting it on the head right then and there. And this is honestly like the the stuff that you basically like uh, hit all the core stuff of like how you would uh, in a, in a, to summarize it all to bounce back, right? Like find or get the support that you need, whatever that support is, either be friends, family, uh, seeing professional help, whatever the case may be. Like that, you gotta. I think acknowledging that you need that support is probably the biggest step. But getting that, once you realize you do and getting it, that's like so fundamentally essential. I mean, I I think I just doubled doubled down on my English. Sorry, everybody. Anyway, (laughs) but like just finding that support is so so important. And then uh, you guys have all said it time and time again is take a break, right? Um, We took a break uh, from our episode. We were dropping it like it's cool. Like um, some people think that we shoot our episodes like the week of, and uh surprise it's not and uh we did the we did one i think it was a year ago or some change where we just cranked out a bunch of them we just batch recorded it all and just kind of set it to such a way and we took a two-month break and um people didn't didn't think any otherwise they didn't miss a beat but we were just there having fun for ourselves for our families and then when we came back in we're like we're all jazzed up like all right let's do this who wants to be a guest who wants to be (laughs) who wants to have us as guests right we're just all fired up for no reason and then uh uh, we realized, you know, like, okay, some of these muscles don't flex like they should. So uh, we might want to warm this up a little bit. <laughs> and then uh, you've all said this, especially, and think, and Stig hit the nail on the head. Uh, this one was uh, make some time for some self-reflection, right? Um, it's uh, very, it, it can be very uh, unfamiliar waters for a lot of us. When you say self-reflect, what the hell does that mean, right? Like, do I just like sit in a corner and do the Buddha pose and just kind of chant in my head with my with like the peace sign in my hands or you know um but uh does sometimes uh, some people find that self-reflection is like uh journaling or um spending time with uh, the things that they like to do most or re-engaging with some of the things they used to like to do the most besides content creation or or whatnot uh oh i bought a way to mention this too is like looking at your past work right stuff you have done already and uh, this is where it kind of like it gets a little bit hazy, especially because like you feel like you don't that that was your peak and you can't do that anymore. Um, but just the fact that you did it and you've uh, and then uh, remembering that mindset you had when you did do it, like I ha- I give zero fucks. Uh, I'm doing this for me. It's just for the people who really want it. Uh, whatever the case may be, I'm just going to do it like that. <laughs> right. And uh, or I'm doing it for who uh, I felt at the time needed it the most and sometimes uh when you see that in person example was those students you visited uh today or the other day like wow that really that really helped a lot i mean you guys didn't know it but you really helped a lot i'm getting all choked up here thanks everybody i'm gonna go (laughs) cry in my car (laughs) 
No, come on, man. Damn, call me out hard on that one. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's me. I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm be hundred percent honest. It was me. And uh, you have all done dri- that I, for I, us. I'm, dri- I'm driving up to Palmdale and buying a few beers at this point. I mean, let's do it, dude. Like you, you know, you know where we can meet up. I mean, it was a really shitty day that day, but I mean, we'll make things happen. Actually, actually, that was a pretty badass day. I just remember, I just remember, like, oh my god, it's so cold. <laughs> it was, it was cold. What do you want to do? I'm a California boy, down south. Let me know. So. I'll fly out. Let me know. I'll fly yeah, out. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. No, no. And I'm then uh, uh, one, uh, one more thing that you've all made mention to me, and it's something that I it didn't actually pop in my head until you all started saying it is. Going back to the basics of things, uh, that being like, um, uh, how did you start? What did you do? Like, uh, how did I do things? Uh, Faith mentioned like scheduling things out, like methodically scheduling it out. Like, maybe I shouldn't do that, <laughs> right? Or maybe I should do it where okay. like the, I, I got I got to hit on this one. I got to oh, hold on. You, you hit it. You, you hit something over here, and I got to say this. Okay. So hit, hit ske- ske- okay. So scheduling things. So. When have you guys ever seen me schedule anything on anything? You're a different species altogether when it comes I'm not, to that I'm, type I'm not of human. Stuff. Yeah, I know. I, I know. So this uh, but, one's like, oh my goodness, this idea just randomly popped into my head with, and I have every video and I know where to find everything else. Actually, I'll be right back. I'm going to go take the rest of the videos for it. And I'm, <laughs> for me, I'm like, Okay. What the hell? Like, how does I, that work? You know, I don't like, know. look, I don't know how that works. The brain works. It. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Okay, so you know, uh, six was saying, you know, we we scroll, we go through other things, and we try to like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, which is cool. It's it's fine. It's good to take inspiration, and I think I, me and Elena have talked about this before. But I'm going to bring this up right here. Look, when I do what I do, it's not I, it's not methodical. Like 90% of what I do is not like, oh, I'm going to plan this out and create it like this and do it like that. It literally happens in five minutes in in my brain where I can sit there and if I see something that's like, oh, my God. God, this would be awesome. Like a split second in my brain where I can just say, okay, I can do this. This is something I can talk about. It's like either a self-inspiring moment. I, I that, That's a really dumb way to say it. Sorry, guys. But it's sometimes that, that, that's the only way I can express it. It's either a self-inspiring moment or a inspirational moment where you see something else or you hear a phrase or I look, I'll be honest with you. A hundred, a hundred percent. Elena, when after I've talked to Elena hours and hours on end and she's told me like, Hey, I'm working on this and I'm working on that. And she's like, Hey, look, check this out or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, this, this is awesome. And I'm like, I, I something clicks inside my brain and it works. It, the, the gears start turning. The little light bulb, the little man inside the, the the brain goes click. Light comes on. Okay, start working, and the idea creates itself. It's in, it's inspired by let's say, you know, many of them. Uh, some of the ideas that I've done inspired by Elena. 
uh, many of the ideas I've had. It was inspired by literally a piece of music. You can, you know, you guys, all of you guys will laugh. Some of my ideas have just literally been inspired by a piece of music that I heard. It's something that I just listened to and I said, oh man, this makes sense. And I can tie it into an idea that already is revolving in my brain that I just can't put my finger on, but a, a single piece of music can do it for me. Or watching an aircraft take off or watching a co-worker do something. It's just like you take these little bit, bits and pieces and you put them together and it takes time and it takes so much mental effort and you put it together in your brain and you're like, it clicks. And if you're taking the footage and this is the thing with content creators such as ourselves here, we're constantly taking footage. We call it B-rolls, obviously. Um, everybody knows that. We're constantly taking footage. Oh, this looks cool. Let me just take a picture of that. Oh, cool. This this is pretty nice. Let me take a quick little video of this. If you guys have, and I'm sure everybody has seen it, like I am constantly reusing footage. Even the stuff that I use on my stories on my Instagram, I do it all the time. It's for me. It's it. I have figured it out. It's like it's simple for me. It's like I already took the footage. I did it because yeah. it was the spur of the moment, and I was just like, I was just walking around. I was like, oh my god, I I already have this footage. I got it unconsciously. I was like, oh, I I have it. Let me take it and implement it. And just use it, uh, even like if it's a two-second clip, it will get the message across. So it take all the inspiration, I take all the knowledge that I have, and I take all the influence that I have, music-wise, person-wise, friends-wise, people that I talk to, and I you put these things all together, and you create something. And you have to create it in a very unique way that is special to you, that what you can do. And this is what most people don't understand. This is the effort and the creativity that it takes to actually put this kind of content. And we are putting out a very special kind of content. It's not... Oh, wait, let me go dance around in front of an engine and look cute. No, I, we are putting out education with entertainment behind it. And on top of that, we are creating a positive environment where we are trying to bring more people into our industry that are wanting to do this job. Or the love of the job. And that is incredibly hard. Just, that is I really, think one really of hard. The, one of the most fantastic things, like I see how, like, I know you're saying that you're not strategic or calculated, but a lot of your posts are very like, hey guys, we're back on this aircraft. I'm like, I love how you guys almost have that flip of the switch, like newscast, like broadcaster <laughs> about you. Cause like if people knew 
how many times I record a video and I'm like, hey guys, <clears throat> wow, you sounded really dumb there. Hey guys, I'm like making fun <laughs> of myself. I'm like, oh, oh my God. I, like, I, I stopped caring at that point. I, I, I don't. I like, <laughs> do you not hear my voice when I'm in my like stories? <laughs> I am like cackling like a jackal and laughing at my own joke. I see bubbly. Like I see bubbly in mine. I'm not very bubbly, which is the funniest part about all of it. When I first started doing voiceovers and even to this day, if I, you know, do a voice, I have to write everything down. I have to write it down. This one doesn't. I have to write it down because yeah, if not, I'll forget in two seconds what it is that I was going to say. So I mm-hmm. have to write it all my down. Husband. Oh, sorry. My husband will hear me in the living room. And I'm because I'm like, I refuse to do that just because I'm like, no, what if you want to change like what you want to say? And my husband's like, God damn, it is a 60 second video. Faith, you've been in there okay, for Faith, an Faith, hour. You're, you're going <laughs> to laugh. So, so, so one knows it. I think it was like uh, uh, last last year I visited Elena and she has an amazing office set up. I was like, I was like, Elena, can I use your office? She's like, why? I'm like, I-, I need to make a video. I'm like, okay. And literally, I went, I, 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 you're going to laugh. But like her office has like the perfect, perfect acoustics and I can close the door. Yes. And, and I'm just like, oh my God, this is the best thing in the world. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this recording here. And it's funny. You know, it again, it goes back to. Yeah, you can pre-record, you can voice over this and that, and then you hear the live uh, or you know the stories or whatever I put out. It's it's me being there at that moment, and I'm just talking. I'm just, and sometimes I say the wrong things too. Like I, I because I'm just talking and I'm just trying mm-hmm. to give information at any point in time. But I'm just trying to show what I'm doing at that very moment. And I'm trying to be as educational as possible at that moment. And, you know, I've gotten corrected more times than God knows. I can't even imagine. I'm sure I've said a lot of wrong things. And I've been corrected and I've apologized for them. But when I try to start doing those kind of things is I try to be as educational as possible and i want people to see what it's like to walk around or walk around on a flight line you know the even to our flying public let's say let's let's say we're talking to our flying public which they will never probably even walk up to a belly of a 787 and brush their fingers on their belly it's they'll never do that but you want to give them that experience. You want to you want to show them, and you want to give them that confidence. When like, hey, this is an aircraft. You're safe here, and you want to explain a few things. And uh, it's it's a very I don't know. For me, it's a very good feeling internally that I can put some sort of information and give some kind of solace to not only aircraft technicians if i'm speaking in technical terms as well as to the flying public my customers the, the people that that give me my paycheck the, these are the these are the people that are are paying my bills give them some kind of a understanding and comfort like hey your airplane is safe you're okay to go trust me 
you have good people working behind the scenes, making sure you're flying safe. I got to hand it to you, Stig, man. Like when, when you start going into some deep stuff like that, it's like the biggest positive affirmation shit I could ever hear in my life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sorry. You. I'm sorry. I can't get out my little TED no, talk. No, no, no. Well, uh, okay. I, I got to say this. Every single one of you, all three of you here and, and for all our listeners out there, like you guys are our positive affirmation. Really? I, this is not me exaggerating. This is not us exaggerating. I'm not here to like grease your egos or anything. This is real deal. Like, the stuff that you guys make for the time it takes for you to do it and the reasons that drive you to do such things, it's a big positive hit for us. Like, um, they're taking the time to make these things happen, to show you how it happens, to really to make themselves vulnerable to exposure. And like, uh, I'm actually kind of my, I'm actually kind of quivering right now because of just how excited I am to, to say that, but, um, you, you guys really do a lot. And every single one of you out there right now, who's listening, who has made some content or who is thinking of making content or has had like your artistic expression, like criticized, you all are doing some fantastic stuff, man. Like, um, you, you can, you can argue all day long that the stuff we hear, we do here is art. It, it is, but it isn't, but, uh, it's it's really inspiring it really is and i'm we're fortunate to have you here we're fortunate to have every single one of our listeners out there who continually inspire us to keep us grounded and just reiterate the facts like hey like you you find out your why of what of uh your background of why you want to do things you figure out your why of who you're going to do it for and then you figure out your why of what makes it uh, entertainable uh, or enjoyable. I was going to say entertainable, but enjoyable for you to do. And sometimes, you know, you got to set that hard boundary for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm attacking myself at this point. Uh, you have to set that boundary for yourself and for the others in your audience. Like there's going to be a time where I have to take a break. There's going to be a time where I'm going to have a dry spell. There's going to be a time where I might just be irritable for no reason. Uh, I can't explain why I'm stressed out. Uh, I do my stress naps or my stress eating or my stress uh, uh, logicing, logicing, logicing. <laughs> like it's, I just research it for, it's, just it's, for the sake of researching word. it. It's a, it's, a, it's a word now. It's a word now. It's a word now. <laughs> it's a word now. <laughs> and um, and so and and especially with you guys, we're fortunate to have you all because you are our support in this. Like, uh, we may not say it directly, but hey, you know, like uh, we're not having a good time or this is kind of rough right now, uh, and then. It, 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 our characters are like, um, if we help somebody that makes us feel better, right? Like when I see, when mm-hmm. we see someone else who is having problems, like we're having problems, we see someone else having problems, we fix theirs and it in turn fixes ours. Yeah. That's pretty weird. Like, like no, it's weird. It. And it, it, it's, uh, this fine line that we draw for ourselves and, and for everyone else out there. Like there's this fine line we walk between imposter syndrome and being, narcissistically arrogant about ourselves like look at me i am top 40 percent of the entire world and then instead of saying like holy shit i'm 40 percent of the whole world right like i'm not ready for this like my anxiety's kicking in and then uh, you got the other person who's just like just throwing it in everybody's face i'm like hey did you know i'm tiktok famous okay well no see that you start talking to those kind of people and and that they, they they do that that's that's lots of internal damage that's that's they have not resolved you talk to start talking to those kind of people where they proclaim their own flame flame or their fame 
it, you, you're uh, you're honestly you're realizing at that point where you see where okay this person there's something wrong if mm-hmm. if you're if uh, if somebody's trying to boast themselves at that point it's like well, okay you you're okay I get it you're seeking attention or you're seeking fame or whatnot what's the reasoning. Can I add to this? I want to add to this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to say, especially within our niche, this specific niche, I feel like you need to have humbleness about Mm -hmm. it because the primary point of what we're doing is obviously education. And then the other thing that people, I mean, obviously the primary factor, which I'm about to say is safety of flight. That is the number one thing that we have to keep in mind, even when we are having a camera in front of us. There are so many jobs that I have done that I wish I could share with people, but there's so many different reasons for why I have it, especially if it's like the first time doing a job. It might be one of the coolest things, but I've never done this before. And when you pull a camera out, you want to make sure that you have a thorough understanding of what you're doing and not just mentally, but paperwork wise to make mm-hmm. sure that you're doing the job right. You know, so if you're sitting there boasting about how wonderful you are, that's when, you know, especially within our niche, you can make mistakes. You can, you can, you know, do things that you're not supposed to be doing. And that's not something that you want to happen. Safety comes first, not only for the aircraft, but for yourself and the coworkers around you. And then from that standpoint, you go into the creating of your content of what it is that you're doing. I'm so attacked that I'm so affirmed right now. No, it's, 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 no, it's, you don't have to be attacked. It's, it's a very thin line we work or work in. It's uh, again, it's what we can show what we can't show. Um, you know, our our jobs are very intricate. It's very and they watch detailed. and they mm-hmm. watch and everybody watches and everybody loves to nitpick. Everybody oh, will say, "Oh, you you oh, didn't do yes. this. Oh, you didn't do that." There's like, "Oh my god!" That's when I and started time lapsing. I started time lapsing at that point in time because you know it, yep. you can you do the things that you're doing. And oh my goodness, there was one time we did a tire change. They said you didn't torque it. I said, "Man, you could catch that like." That I didn't torque it. How could you? How could you? I did, obviously. You know, we did. But it's on B-roll, how dude. Could, chill. Right. <laughs> it's like, on how, B-roll, dude. How chill. Could you tell? Oh, God. I, I've had so many freaking things like you've been attacked on. It's like, oh, you didn't do this. You didn't. I'm like, did, did you actually see it? Like, did you, did, like you, you watched clips of two or three clips of something. Do you think I am? Do you think I'm? live shooting this yeah. i'm not yeah like dude you dude you saw a moment in time you're not you seeing a moment in time there, doesn't make yeah. you omnipresent you know what i mean like yeah sorry. yeah yeah uh-huh. exactly it's just like i'm like calm down just enjoy what i'm showing just stop being a keyboard mechanic like and you i you know what thing is i've had so many other like mechanics just like other mechanics majority of it is pr- pretty positive like i've i've i got so many good people out there and they comment and they understand and they'll they'll just you know make either a funny comment or just an educational comment but you'll get like these 
keyboard mechanics that just mm-hmm. are just bitter or whatnot, and they'll make some silly comment. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, that's, bro. Cool that, story. That, yeah, thanks, <laughs> cool bro. story, cool man. Sto- cool story, because you were there, right? Cause, yeah, because you because you were there, because you saw, uh, uh, what two minutes of a video, and you didn't, you weren't actually there for the two-hour job that I actually did. Right. Or or be in my shoes over here where I have to make sure that if I'm working with someone that I have approval from them, that they're yes. okay with me filming. And then on top of it, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to record this, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. And then they look at me and I'm like, you agreed to this. Okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. So you <laughs> signed up to this. It's game over now. <laughs> you belong to me now. <laughs> I can't tell you how many of the guys I've been working with have Baby. said something was, or slipped up. I was about to say, Spade, you're in a good position right now because you're in a nice closed shop and you have control over it. I was about to say that. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, they literally like it's so funny because some of the guys like I'll just set up like a little tripod and and I'll just like forget about it and do my thing. And it's so funny because some of the guys like will be working with me and then they see the camera and they're like, oh, they're like, you better delete that. I said X, Y, Z. And I'm like, it's a time lapse. I already knew I was working with you today. <laughs> <laughs> Shit that was going to fly out of your mouth. And so like, they always think it's so funny. They're like, or they'll like see me pull out my, my camera. And like I said, it's, it's a pretty small group. Like I would say there's t- like 12 to 15 of us in this whole building that are considered maintenance. And that's considered like parts people, like sheet metal specialists, like avionics guys. So it's so funny. Cause like, at first, they were all like, you know, harping on me and giving me trouble. And they're like, oh, are you tic-tacking again? Oh, my God. Like, they, they were like, <laughs> Avi- you know. Avionics. Avionics. I thought helicopters were run by gerbils and little raccoons inside there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, avionics is its name, okay? <laughs> That's the name of the gerbils? <laughs> That's what you call no. a group of gerbils is avionics? <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Please don't well, hurt the, me. the EMG. The, no. <laughs> No, the honest people, please don't come uh, packages. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! But they'll they'll literally see me just like recording or whatever. And and at first it was so funny, like the the static I used to catch from them because they were kind of like, eh, like they didn't know what to expect because they mm-hmm. see TikTok as like fifteen year olds doing little routine dances, and I'm like, no, 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 like. Let because me show what, you because some of the stuff because I that's what they watch because that's what they watch. Like let me let me educate right. you, some friend. Oh, they, like they have no idea. So then when I like do my videos or, you know, whatever, and once I kind of got stuff rolling, they were like, oh, okay. So I would ask, I'd say, hey, can I do this? Like, do you want to be in my video? And they're like, yeah. And then like, you know, old man Carl over there in the corner is like, well, I haven't been in a video. I'm like, see, <laughs> I knew you guys like this. I've had the same thing happen to me where the guys at work will be like, because it happened where... Yeah, I've had people, you know, my crew chiefs would be like, they pulled me aside when I first got to the station because they were like, oh, be careful. That's the girl that records everything, you know? And so they asked me questions about it, about what I do. I showed them more videos and stuff and they thought it was the coolest thing to the point where when I was on first shift, okay. Now, mind you, I work in a huge station. A lot of the guys that are on first shift are just about to retire. And I've had guys that are like, 
can I hold your camera or can I be in your next one? And I'm like, I'm like, you're the cutest thing in the world. Like seriously. Like it's like, you know, the little older guys that are just, they're literally like on their way of retiring right out the door. They're in their late, their late sixties, early seventies or late seventies. And these guys are like, I want to work with you. And I'm like, I want to be in one of your videos. And I'm like, that's pure aviation love right there, man. Hell I yeah. love that. I love that. So, Six, can I ask a question real quick? Sure. Absolutely. Have you guys ever heard yourself? Like, you know, we hear ourselves on our own phone when we're recording and we're doing our voiceovers. But like, have you been in the same room as someone watching one of your videos or like listening to the podcast the and you hear your world. voice? I turned so red. When that happened. Elena, okay, Elena, I got to tell you this. So the the last recording I did with uh, Six, and I profusely uh, told him, like, dude, I do not like my own voice. I sound, I sat there and we, me and Six had a long discussion, and I sat there through it. That was just like, oh, my God, I am, I am annoying. I sound, I, 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 I sound, I sound, I, I, dude, I, bro, I'm telling you, I sat there and I listened to it twice just to make sure. I'm like, holy cow. I he am, called me. I, he called me and goes, don't listen I, to it. Please yeah, don't I listen to I, it. I literally <laughs> called Elena. I literally called Elena. I was like, I made a podcast with uh, Council of Manus. I, I'm, I'm not happy with it. And, um, I sound very annoying and I don't want to hear my own voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, uh, we ha- I have yet to hear someone listen to our own episode uh, that's not in our immediate family group. Like I'm just like walking out of the shop like, oh, hey, everybody, welcome to Castlevania. like, oh, my God, that sounds so weird. But <laughs> I-, I-, I will say like uh, the first time we've heard ourselves play on a radio or on a mu- or on a listening device was like probably like the first five episodes and just like who the fuck is that talking <laughs> right? like i'm like we're it's just such in a weird space i'm like i can't like i sound like that and, and then at that point you know we start apologizing to everybody like i'm sorry guys like i didn't realize my voice was that horrible in my, to you. Head, like, my head <laughs> in my head my voice sounds very deep and then i hear somebody else like like one of my stories or they'll one of my videos will pop up and it's like it's like all squeaky and i'm like oh my goodness that's how i sound that's how i sound to everybody I, you know <laughs> I, I i don't even at this point i don't even know what i sound like like because i like i know what i sound like on my own stories on instagram but like talking in a prolonged state like this i i <laughs> I, 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 you know what, I, uh, audience, I apologize. I probably sound annoying to you right now. <laughs> I mean, audience. I mean, I mean, if you're here this long at this point, it, we're weird together. So, welcome aboard. Welcome to the weird train. You know? <laughs> You've listened to us for going, however, no, how when you jumped in and started listening, like, oh my god, that six guy, this guy, bring on the dude with the sexy silky voice, you know. And oh. and we've actually said that to bow wow. We heard that. Wow, wow. We've actually said that to MVP, our second host, because he has a voice for radio, flat out. He thinks he's the the worst voice of them all. We were like, dude, yours is like silky actually, smooth, a, you know. Like he's uh, actually got his, uh, He's got some nice voice right there. Like, he's got some uh, nice lungs. I don't know if you guys have ever watched like the Rock of Eight or the Trolls Rock movie. The like a uh, 
there's this one scene where like uh one of the trolls plays jazz and they all started getting all woozy and shit. It's like that's you, dude. Like when you talk like <laughs> oh. like I can't feel oh, my nice. face. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Anyways, anyways, but uh, no, I, no, actually. I, I oh, sorry. For, forgive me for this is a quick change of topic here, and uh, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack this one real quick. Okay. Oh, that's a bad that's a bad one for aviation talk. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna redirect okay. the conversation here real quick, and I want to bring up something real quick. So we have been talking about social media, correct? Correct. Okay. So social media is great. And when you use it in the right direction. Now, what happens in the real world? The real world is actually a lot more interesting. The real world, yes, everybody's on social media. If they're all looking at, I don't know, what's trending or what's funny or what's, you know, enticing. But what happens in the background is actually a lot more intricate because in our work group, in our you know, profession, you see, I'm going to bring up Elena and, and Faith, please chime in because I don't, I don't know what's going on in your world. I haven't talked to you in a while, so let me know. No. In the course, you know, what Elena is doing right now, Elena has been working incredibly hard. Like when I say hard, this is no joke, like almost 10, 12 hour days on working with students. Now, when I say this, you know, again, take Go away from the social media standpoint. Yeah, social media is great and all. We're presenting and we're showing a few images here and there. But what happens in the real world when you actually start talking to individuals and students? And Elena has been doing an incredible job. Uh, we, you know, me, me and her, we, we've been talking uh, consistently on teaching standpoint on what to teach students and what they need to learn when they get into the real world. And Elena, I want you to talk about that because this is so important because what trans transcends from the social media world to the real world and how the real world environment actually affects actual aircraft maintenance and what students are learning is incredible. And what you are teaching them is absolutely phenomenal because it is gold. It's go. Please tell them <laughs> how much incredible work you've done. <laughs> oh, I honestly, well, I don't know. Like I said, I always don't think much about the things that I am doing. Um, but uh, I was, I'm sponsoring my my old AMP school for the aerospace maintenance competition through my company. Yeah. So, um, especially within the last week, I've had the students from the school over at the hangar and, oh my goodness, I don't know how we did it, but we found like almost every piece of testing equipment. I, I was able to get a window that they could work on. I don't know how I did this. Please. I, 
this is a, okay. I'm usually very calm at work. And I think this was the first time that everybody saw me lose it. And they were like, we need to help her. And so everybody made sure to like, make sure I had everything that I needed for these kids. And, and they're not kids. I keep calling them kids. I think some of them are even older than I am, but, um, the, you know, school is great and you learn the basics and the fundamentals, but it's such a different world once you start working in the industry. And, you know, a lot of them see it on social media and they think it's great and fantastic and it's something that they aim to, but the amount of, you know, learning you do once you get on the job is something completely different. And so being able to bring that to these kids so that they know how to compete better, teaching them tricks, even as simple as how to, you know, when you're safety wiring, how to hold your pliers, how to make it go faster, you know, about how to wrench better so that you're not going to hurt your wrist. You know, how to hold a speed handle so that you're not going to end up with carpal tunnel by the time you're 30. You know, certain things like that, that are, you know, it's life changing for them because you're teaching them safety at the same point, you know. And there's always a bit of seriousness to me where I I can be a little rough and I don't realize how rough I am. And then I'm like, I'm sorry. But, you know, you you, I work with them as a mechanic, you know, that's the teacher moment in you. That's the teacher moment. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very raw. I always tell people, and I mean, you can see it even on my website. I don't sugarcoat things. I will tell people exactly how it is. I I told one of the students, I'm like, you're too slow. You need to go faster. And he just looked at me like I completely offended him. I said, I'm sorry, it's a competition. You know, I'm telling you this because it's, you know, and I sit there and I watch them and then I'm like, okay, you want to see something? I can show you how you're messing this up. And then they're amazed because they don't realize these types of things. So the way that, you know, just from the social aspect of being able to give them the um, encouragement to continue going by just seeing the posts and then being able to take that and work with them in real life has been an amazing thing. I, I help them build resumes. I help them with their wrenching, helping them with theory, um, all this type of stuff. And it's, it's just been incredible. It really is to just see their hunger, you know, gonna, and I'm their gonna, drive. I got to add something to this. Uh, not only is she, is she adding to the drive of the hunger and the, com- the competitive nature, but she's also adding to the educational portion of this. She is consistently teaching and creating a proper work etiquette. This is the very foundation of aircraft maintenance of creating a proper work etiquette of paying attention to detail and this is what elena has been doing this whole time behind the scenes outside of social outside of everything else this is a personal uh, achievement that she has created where she can teach students one-on-one where she can create an environment where she can show and teach them a proper etiquette, not only for tooling, but as well as to how to properly work and pay attention to details. And that is the essence of aircraft maintenance, attention to detail and paying attention to what you're doing. And this 
is what she has instilled into the brand new students. And that is what is that is what is what is what I'm, I'm no. going to add to this. I'm, I'm, this is where I'm going to really grease all y'all's egos. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. I'm already <laughs> like, can we just pass this to Faith? What is Faith doing right now? Let's talk about Faith. That's yeah. how. No, no, no. <laughs> Faith, Faith, Faith has been doing her own thing. And I guarantee you, she's been doing the same thing. I'm like, my mm-hmm. ego's been stretched a little bit. It's like, I'm really red and uncomfortable. So let's talk about Faith now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for that. It's like, no, no, please don't. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you got take it away, Faith. <laughs> no, I completely agree with what Stig is saying about Alina, you know, like giving people like the raw, real deal, like what they're going to anticipate. Um, I was going to, I was actually going to talk about this too, but maybe from a different angle. I always have to remind people that are looking to get into this field or that maybe are trying to get over to the civilian side. Um, what you're seeing me do is nothing but a highlight reel. I have downs Mm -hmm. and I have days just like everybody else. And so I have to like, there's a little touch of, you know, of like realism there sometimes where these people are like, Oh, like you're traveling. I see you're in Cleveland and then you're in Boston and then you're Miami. And I'm like, listen, like you also don't see me lugging around two suitcases through a Miami airport. You also don't see me, you know, at the end of a 16 to 18 hour shift eating a Domino's pizza on the pad, like sitting on the pad, like, like, so just tired. They'll, and they'll just, never, you know. they'll, they will never see that faith. They will never see that faith because it, they will have to experience it. The, the breakdowns in the back of the airplane, the breakdowns in the back of the air. For me, it's like. You would go to the furthest plane that you know nobody's going to go to. You go all the way to the back to the flight attendant's quarters back there. You have a moment where you just like break down and then you're like, because there's so much that goes to it sometimes and, and people don't realize this. And, you know, this isn't being soft or anything, but when you have such a passion and a drive for what it is that you're doing, you know, and, and you're just nothing seems to go right sometimes, you know, those are the days that just get to you. And a lot, a lot of the times, like, People don't understand that aspect of it. And I'm glad you guys brought that up because that's kind of where I was leaning to when uh, I was talking about like uh, like uh, really uh, polishing it up and greasing your guys' egos. And this goes for every single one of you out there, you guys, uh, especially because you're here. Like uh, what you guys put out is but a snippet in time of your real life experiences. And that kind of bridges the gap between what the schools teach you, what's on the floor and what you guys actually experience. And this comes full circle all around that gives everyone, gives that whole uh, experience mentality as far as what's required, what's needed to get done, how, how safe it needs to be, and uh, getting things out the right way. No. I mean, I kind of church that up a whole lot better, but in a nutshell, right? Like, and to really like kind of seal tough. the deal about this is the, the content creation and the social media branding and the presence and all that. It's, it's a, as Faith has said, it's a highlight reel of all the things that um, could bridge the gap between what you're reading on the books to what you're seeing on the line. And so this is kind of like just that, that small little uh, walkway to help you out. Like, okay, so like here's the transition point from, from paper to, to package to, or to paper, to, life. Uh, paper to part. And uh, what you guys do and the breakdowns are real and the content is real and the feelings behind it are real. And this is how we, ca- and you guys cultivate all of this of what it means 
when you actually make things happen and how uh, severe the consequences are when it does not happen right. And I'm glad you guys take all the, the special time and extra effort to show all that because then you'll always find somebody who just has, has to play stump the chump on whatever platform or whatever avenue they seem best at, whatever the case may be. So uh, to tie all this together and keeping it all in line is like uh, we do the content or you all especially do the content because it artistically expresses what you already do as a character, like your physical interpersonal character and pushing that out so someone else can understand just how um, essential it is. And so that it gives them a model to emulate themselves of like, this is how serious I need to take things. This is how, um, uh, I I think I I just said serious already, but this is like how I need to treat things so it doesn't lead into something bad, right? For lack of a better word, bad, right? So me uh, greasing every single one of your egos and every single one of you technicians out there, you guys are our heroes. You guys are our inspiration. You guys are the reasons why we do the things we do. And you all, every single one of you here and every single one of you listening, you are the reasons why planes fly. It's not because of Lyft. It's because of you. <laughs> amen to that. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. And you know what? And, 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 I, I, hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I got to give Faith her due credit and Faith. Uh, I got to tell you something. Do you understand that? that uh, helicopter mechanics are very few in between. And um, the fact that you're a helicopter technician is one of the most incredible things because there are very few in between people or AMPs that actually go through their schools that actually become actually rotor wing technicians. And that's it's rare. Uh, oh, very rare. It's very rare. And uh, the industry is in very much demand. So whoever is listening right now, and I implore you, yeah, fixed wing aircraft are great. Everything, you know, you want to go to military, do your military at the stand. That's great too. But, you know, it, take in consideration that rotary wing aircraft, helicopters, they need technicians. They need proficient technicians. They need people who are smart, who are understanding of how things work. And the helicopter industry, the rotary wing industry, is in desperate need of technicians. Literally, when it's, I say this desperate it, need, it, desperate need. It's getting down to the nitty gritty to the point where... When, when I go to expo or I go to these events, people are hounding me like, do you know anybody? Do you want to move? Like, and, and it's, I mean, pick your poison of where you want to live because at this rate, there's jobs just about everywhere. And I've had so many people, like I said, in my inbox. And that's, that's like I said, uh, at the beginning, I was, you know, really anticipating the majority of my audience to be young people trying to get their foot in the door. But like I said, more often than not, it's been people transitioning in their careers, And so, you know, I've tried to be as transparent and also be a door of communication for those people as as best I can. Um, I've literally like when I came back from Expo, I'm not even kidding you. I have a folder full of places that they're like, hey, like, can you we'll pay you to put a blast out for mechanics? Hey, like, do do you want to come work for us? 
it's it's literally to the point now it's all of them though it, that's what's crazy is i would literally just be listing every single like helicopter no, manufacturer look, operator but, but faith you have you have resources not only right. resources online no on your I've, personal friends but you have resources online pass it along i've been trying to we will we so will much promote like the stuff the jobs placements you, oh sorry yeah. <laughs> but i'm so sorry I, i'm just saying if you got if you got job placements there are people out there in the world that are desperately looking for work i mean if, i'm raising my i'm raising my hand in the void please by all means pat yeah, like, see uh, what i mean pat, pass it to us you know what i mean like uh <laughs> stig knows it elena knows it i mean so uh let, let me uh let me put that out there like hey, since you all have those uh availabilities and resources for people to know about where can we find or where can they find you to learn more about what you do what you put out and then uh those potential job openings that you might have uh some um some i wouldn't say inserted knowledge but you you they might be able to uh get pointed in the right direction i would just say where can they find you guys uh so you can find me on instagram tiktok for the most part um i do have a facebook but i don't use it as much but like i said instagram and tiktok uh, how to helicopter. I use Instagram the most when it comes to messaging back and forth because it's just much easier. It's more convenient to not get lost in the mix. I can kind of categorize people. Um, questions, comments, concerns relating to rotorcraft aviation, job placement, transition from fixed wing or transition from the military, um, things of that nature. Like I said, I try to um, direct these people as best I can. I've even had people like vendors. I've had different people, you know, like operators, like, Hey, we can't get a hold of blades for the next year. Do you know of anyone that's selling any? So just like a lot of it's word to mouth. And if any of you that are listening are interested in getting into the rotorcraft field, whether you're in school or you're already in the aviation industry as it is, um, I would implore you to go to Expo if you ever can. Um, so uh, Six mentioned that I am an HAI ambassador. So they put on the Expo every year. They rotate what city it's held in. And it is literally one of the coolest aviation events I think that's held every year. Um, of, there's so of, much networking which, going on. Faith, I gotta, mm -hmm. I gotta say... Uh, next time you put out the expo thing, or or even if you did for this one, uh, put out that information and give people the details and the information, uh, because I know most even civilians or you know outside of the aviation industry, they can register, yeah. they can visit. Definitely put yep. that kind of stuff out because especially for students that are wanting or in, in the you know, the realm or the, the vicinity of that area, they can come in, they can experience it, they can talk to technicians, they can talk to manufacturing. It's it's almost like MRO Americas that which obviously me and Elena are gonna be visiting this coming April April. And I, I really hope you're there too. By the way, if you can, it's going to be in Atlanta this year. But oh, I, I told Faith, I told Faith, and I've told you, Stig, for MRO Americas, we do the aerospace maintenance competition. They need to throw in a helicopter event there, man. I, Just we, mess yeah, yeah. everybody Absolutely. up, and I think it would help promote helicopters so much by doing <laughs> Faith, something like Faith, that. Faith, honestly, uh, since we have you here, honestly, get your team together. I'm going to tell you this right now. Get a team together, get 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 people, some people together, like six people, and have your company promote 
and put together a project that's something that nobody has ever seen in fixed wing. And I guarantee you, you will be the highlight of uh, AMC, Aerospace Maintenance Competition. If you can pitch that to them, and we, me and Elena, will give you the links to them, to their social media, and we even know their, uh, their what was it? The, the chairmans. The, the chairmans. We even know the chairmans on that. And if Any way can, to help. Any way to help. Like, seriously. Like, but if we can get a helicopter into that competition, it will blow things <laughs> out of the water. Like, and faith it's like the shake-up it needs. It needs that type of shake-up, man. And, and, and faith <laughs> can just be standing like, Proud and tall, I'm like that's I, I got right. you. That's, I got your ticket that, now, turds. <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly. Faith, faith can be like that. Faith can be like that's mine. It's yeah, like, you're about Enjoy to get owned. Own so owned. Like, like, it's gonna be its own hashtag. Hashtag owned. <laughs> got exactly. you. Exactly. And she owned. <laughs> yeah. It um, literally. The, I'm, literally. I'm, that's, I'm, what, that's what it'll be like. Cause cause all of us like major airline people will be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't. No. <laughs> do it do a dimension x for a freaking hydraulic servo got him got you all <laughs> that would be really cool like i said there's hi, there's safety, so safety, many- safety wire a helicopter gearbox enjoy yourself have a nice day bye <laughs> got you there's or so doing much like a like, like a, what's like a main transmission uh, alignment got you <laughs> That'll take you hours. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't think that'd be oh, a competition. Stringing balance a main rotor head. Stringing balance a main rotor head with the mirrors and the bubble levels. Yeah, they'll want to kill themselves. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I love those. I love doing those. The string method not so much, so but I love doing hub and blade track imbalances. Uh, this sounds so boring to me. I'm like, oh, I'll oh, tell you, that, that, that can take you hours. I've seen the whole shift struggle for days trying to do it. That's like literally to people me. Like, don't understand. Like one of the most record or like one of the most like requested videos. People are like, "Can you please explain the swash plate and like everything it does, how it works, where really? it's located, like, and how all of the controls link up to it?" And I'm like, "Okay, that is literally going to be one of those 10 minute videos where I'm putting everybody to sleep because there's so much happening here. And there's Faith, so much I've, stuff that can be addressed." Faith, I've though. been asked a question like I, I'm I'm a, I'm a fixed wing guy. I have zero clue about rotor aircraft. All I know is a cyclic and collective and just basic knowledge. And I get questions of like, oh, what's a Jesus nut? I'm like, dude, I don't freaking know. Don't ask me that. I don't even know how do you put that thing together. Like, <laughs> that's literally yeah. like the go-to for everybody like the minute i make a video and i am holding the fucking jesus nut everyone loses their minds like that's the one thing about helicopters like that everyone knows is that there's a jesus nut and it's somewhere so i'll be recording like literally me like swapping landing gear people are like that's it that's the Jesus nut right there, isn't it? I'm like, you guys are nuts. This is a bolt, like, sir. So many videos. I'm like, if, if you want to really play it like they, that, they, all they these nuts are mind. Jesus nuts. They just literally, they just lose their mind on it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, all right. I I don't even know what the hell it is. I've never even put one on or done, done anything on it. And they just ask me, I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about helicopters. Stop asking me. This is this is when I, I stroke faith is, you know, ego by saying you have no idea how much you have changed the 
in, like the social media community when it comes to aviation maintenance. Because when you brought helicopters in, it was like, wait, what? Like, it just like changed everything so much. And it was such, it was so refreshing because it's something so different than what you're used to seeing. Absolutely. Faith, Faith, do you understand that you're literally the only person that's only posting about helicopters? I'm just like, in detail, in detail, the way that she does. In detail, yes. Do you literally yeah. realize you are the only person on social media ever to actually <laughs> be posting anything about in detail maintenance about helicopters? You are you are literally the only person doing this. Yeah, you you changed the game completely because we all just like stopped and went. Oh yeah. That oh, exists. Oh, oh, oh wait, oh wait. Yeah, oh, wait. it just it changed everything. Helicopters exist. I mean, I messaged you right away <laughs> when I saw you, like, hi! Oh my god, you know, like I mean, first <laughs> off, you're a girl. For me, it's Dude, like first what? off, you're a girl. And I'm like, oh my god, we could be best friends, you know, like my little five-year-old <laughs> mind went in that area. And oh, then dude, afterwards, like it was like, you work on helicopters. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is, I don't know anything. Teach me, you know? And that's what yeah. your videos became for it's me. Same, same thing here. Like, as soon as I jumped on, like, I have no idea what is happening right now. I don't know what she's touching. <laughs> uh, I just know Cyclic Collective. I know Rotors. Yes, Fuselage. And some things inside the flight deck. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> whole, whole lot of buttons. Whole lot of buttons. Uh, whole lot, whole lot of things that I have no idea about. So when I watched Faith, Faith's video, I'm like, okay, she's teaching something new. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta rewind. I, I, I gotta. Okay, watch it. You're again. trying to go up so that it'll refresh and it's still yeah. stuck in that same area. So you're like, I gotta exit this whole thing now so that I can yeah, just get yeah. back to that one. Second. Exactly. I'm like, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta watch it again. Like, okay, she touched this thing and she's, she's, she just removed a blade. Wait, how does she do that? I need to know. <laughs> Loves it. It's so funny. Love like, it. how many people like, like when you get into aviation and especially like any of these AMP schools, like 99% of them are fixed wing because that's what most people are flying and fixing. And so a lot of people that like want to make that transition, I'm like, listen, there is a lot of stuff. Like I understand you have an A&P, but there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to brain dump or relearn because it does not apply to helicopters or it's completely backwards, which is very unfortunate in some aspects, but um, even the nomenclature, like, you know, swash plate or Jesus nut, mass nut, all the different drive shafts, K flex, like there's so many different words that just are so foreign and just so many different modes of flight, you know, like what's an auto rotation, um, mm-hmm. you know, what's translational lift, like all these different things where because you have so many different airfoils and so many different surfaces doing so many different things, um, there's a lot of new factors and there's a lot of new things that can happen. And so um, that's why I always, when people are like getting into a, like AMP school, they're like, Hey, like I want to work on helicopters. Like, is it, where are the schools for this? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I only know of three, like, so sorry if you don't, if you're not from these three areas, but you know, so that's why I'm always like trying to just like, 
like regurgitate everything I'm hearing from all of these different like A and P schools that are like, Hey, we just got a bell 222 and you know, our, you know, A and P students are going to start learning how to wrench on it. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Where's this A and P school? Like trying to keep mental notes so that way when people ask me all these questions, like, Hey, like, you know, um, I worked on, you know, Blackhawks for 10 years and now I want to work on the civilian side. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, what'd you do? And they're like hydraulics. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, where do you live? Like, do you have the time to go to school for two years or four years? You know, there's so many different, so many different things that are like playing into people's decision-making on where they want to go to school. But that's always a big one for me. I'm like, if you have the time and you have the patience to, move or go somewhere where this type of education is available to you, it's going to make you that much more valuable because like even me coming out of school, it was hard for me to find a job even with like, you know, working on helicopters in college. And the only reason that that was so was because everybody around me was an EMS operator. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but helicopter EMS operators all have the stipulation, depending on which one it is, that you have to have two or three years of experience on rotorcraft to work for their fleet wow. because they're they're flying around such you know high risk patients and people that you have to already know what's going on and how to take care of this aircraft because more often than not, you're taking care of one helicopter that's hangered in a pole barn out in a cornfield because that helicopter has a has a range of about two hundred and fifty miles where it can take people to local hospitals. So you're in, you're like, you're in no man's land. You're by yourself. And like, they expect you to keep that helicopter up, you know, all the time. So they want to make sure you have a really good foundation before they turn you loose. So, you know, all these people that are like, Oh, I want to work on helicopters. And they live in the Midwest and they're like, Oh, I'll just work for Arivac or Medtrans or MedFlight. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you're going to have to move somewhere more than likely to get that experience. And then you can go wherever. So that's something that they don't really tell people. And so all these people are like, oh, I want to go rotorcraft. I want to go rotorcraft. I'm like, okay, depending on where you're located, there's going to be, you know, some things you have to think about. So like I said, all of these like younger people that are coming to me and they're like, hey, like, like this just looks so niche. I never thought about doing this. I'm so glad that you've kind of like posted some stuff and shown some insight into helicopter aviation. Like I want to do this too. And so I have to direct them. And so a lot of those um, employers that will take people straight out of AMP school, I've just been pipelining. I'm like, Hey, like there's two guys right now that just graduated from Oklahoma. There's nothing there, but EMS, they want to come to you. Do you have any openings? Yeah. We have one in Oregon. We have one in um, Frisco or whatever, you know? So constantly I'm like trying to to find placement so that way it actually goes through because if you didn't know about expo already from you know just other people in the industry it's so hard to get your foot in the door but it's like okay clearly there's a need for these people but there's a disconnect they're coming out mm-hmm. of A&P school ready to go they want to do this but then they're, they're they just making don't have it, to find they're information it, they're making it difficult that's that's what it is they need it's to make it a little more extremely Mm-hmm. Well, I'll actually- tell you this. I can tell you this. I know in Fort Lauderdale, you know, like Bell Helicopters over here, and mm-hmm. their need has gotten so great from what I heard because I have a friend that works over there. They're actually going to the AMP schools now down here, and they're trying to get people to become even apprentices at this point in time because mm-hmm. the need has gotten so bad for them over there for helicopter mechanics. 
Yep. Oh, and also just it the wasn't ever a thing. No, it wasn't. It mm-hmm. absolutely was. It was helicopters were one of the most difficult things. But you know, and I I wanted to throw this in there too. I found so I'm working on this whole like um for my website a whole resources page um from different where you can find part 147 schools. I'll have to get with you on helicopters. Um, I, you know, FAA stuff and every type of nonprofit organization that you can possibly think of, you know, that's aviation related. And while I was doing that, I found a whole website dedicated to helicopters on just nonprofit organizations that list from around the world, different helicopter organizations. It was the most interesting thing I've ever seen. So I, like I said, it's not up yet because I'm still in the works of it. (laughs) So, but I'll send you the information that I have. Uh, I got to find it. It's in my computer somewhere um, Mm -hmm. of the resources page that I found just for helicopters. And it's, you know, there's military ones that are in there too, civilian, all all different types from around the world. And it's amazing. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I've never knew there were that many organizations that were just dedicated to helicopters. It's getting so much better. It's, it used to not be that way. And like, so this year I'm so happy that people like now that, you know, cause if you're not on social media, like you're going to have no idea like who we are, you know what I mean? You have no right. idea that there's like young people trying to, to advocate and do these kinds of things. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people that are in maintenance that are wrenching that are blue collar and they're like, I ain't getting no Instagram page. You know what I mean? Like, and I love those guys. I love working with them, but there's, there's still a pretty big disconnect. And so like this year I, I talked on the bell international women's day panel and I was so excited because they, they'd never featured somebody in maintenance and they didn't even mm-hmm. know who I was until I got there. And then somebody was like, Oh, Faith would probably love to do that. And they're like, Oh, okay. And so I started talking about it and I was like, Hey, like there are so many scholarships out there for, you know, for pilots, for flying, for, you know, wanting to, you know, get an NVG upgrade or get a, you know, there's all these just different things that can help you in your career, but they were all for pilots. And so whether it was HAI or it was Whirly Girls or it was none of them were really maintenance oriented. So I spoke about, you know, just how hard it is to find a helicopter maintenance oriented scholarship and how they don't exist. And I was so happy by the end of it. There was like four or five people that were like, Hey, like we never thought about that. Like that, like that's obviously a large group of people that we could also, you know, like cater to and help. And they said, so what are things that could help you in your career goal? I'm like, you know, sponsoring somebody's AMP. I'm like tools, manufacturer school, like all of this stuff. And so the conversation, I'm so glad it's like now starting to be had. And I'm like, you know, that, that would be huge for so many people. It's just like, you know, okay, now I get to go get a Robinson 22 course. And so now when I'm looking for employers, I can say, hey, I am certified by Robinson to do, you know, field maintenance work on a 22, which is like unheard of because these, these courses cost so much out of pocket that nobody would ever just go take them on their own. There's no way. And so like, I'm so glad now that like, in the last two years, people are starting to realize like, oh yeah, like we're not just hurting for pilots, but we're hurting for mechanics and we should probably look for ways and incentives to get people, you know, either, you know, jump started in their career or give them a career boost. So it's just finally exciting to see that that kind of stuff is starting to happen. Very much so. Very much so. I'm, 
Well, I'm happy to hear it. I'm glad that these conversations are coming up. I'm glad now that we put it out there. There's ways for them to find you and get redirected to all those sources, that there's all different avenues for these sources to find a home. All three of you, really, honestly, like uh, Faith with your with your social media outlets and on your in-person or word of mouth resources. Elena, now that she's mentioning this magic website or this magic uh, site <laughs> or thing that now, like I'm interested in now, like shit, man, like am I in the wrong area? <laughs> right? Like, but we, we also, we have Elena's here with Fixed Flight Travel. Uh, was it FixedFlightTravel.com? Am I correct on that? That's correct. That's yes. correct. And then we have good old Stig here with his semi-humor, semi-educational, semi-like uh, passive-aggressive uh, quizzing. <laughs> passive-aggressive oh, quizzing. I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> but I love it. I, I love uh, each and every one of you for all that you do. And if for all of you out there who who are making content, who are also thinking about doing stuff like this, please listen to these three because they are probably as stated by each of us individually to each other and amongst ourselves. They're, I want to, uh, they're pretty much pioneering this way for you to make this easier. I'm going to say that out loud now and I'm going to gr- uh, gladly grease your egos about this. Like you guys are pioneering this stuff even though you don't feel like it. You are famous, even though you don't feel like it, even if it's just the Instagram thing or the air quote tic-tacker thing, it's it's putting it out there and you're doing a lot of the legwork that no one else has done. And it's being uh, very vocal even now, like these conversations are starting now because of you all and because of all of you out there who see the need for this and it's now starting to get addressed. So thank you all so much for that. With that said, (laughs) do you you all have any... (laughs) last thoughts or last or last words of advice for everyone out there listening we can start with miss faith or mrs faith (laughs) you're good um i guess my biggest tidbit of advice would be don't be scared to try something new ask questions um you know that's what i'm here for you can utilize me as a tool any of these guys that are also on here talking today um you know it's it's you're going to have to be uncomfortable to succeed, you know, not knowing how to do something or like I said, you know, just putting yourself out there. And I think Stig kind of touched on this earlier, you know, being that person that wants to learn, raising your hand, wanting to be a part of projects or just saying, I don't know how to do this, but can you sit down and show me? I'd really love to learn or take the time Um, because taking that initiative and, and doing that and having that, you know, the glasses half full type of mindset really is going to put you that much more forward in your career than you think. Um, I didn't realize that until I got into my career. That's just how I am as a person. Uh, And I'm lucky to have landed on a a team where everyone else also has that mindset too. Um, But yeah, aviation is one of those things where if you're not already in the industry, it can be kind of intimidating on the outside looking in. Um, you know, like when I started this, I didn't know I had to have a license. I didn't know what a FAR was, the FAA. You know, you hear all these acronyms and all this this lingo. And like I said, it, it's very intimidating. But um, I'm one of those people also that didn't grow up, you know, on a grass strip or taking care of aircraft with my dad or a mom that worked for, you know, Delta Airlines. I didn't have those connections. So I was very nervous getting into this. Um, but one of the most fantastic things that I learned once I started AMP school was that everyone starts at ground zero. So, you know, I'm sitting next to people who have wrenched on Apaches for 10 years or, you know, um, have already worked in a GA shop for the last two as an apprentice. And 
it was, like I said, very intimidating. But as time went on, I realized like we are taking it from the, the starting line, you know, like, um, but that was very reassuring. You know, I didn't have a master tool set when I started either. I think I had a hand-me-down box of Lowe's and, and craftsman tools that I just found and hodgepodge together. So you don't have to know or have a crazy background that's already aviation involved to start in this type of career. So don't ever let something like that hinder you. So I think that would be my biggest piece of advice. If you're looking for, you know, a blue collar, hands-on job where there is ample room to grow in your career, this is definitely it. Awesome. Awesome. Miss Elena, how about yourself? My advice. Um, I think I'm going to start with what I was told. Don't be afraid to walk before you run. It, it takes, you know, going into exactly what Faith is saying. Faith, I'm sitting here just agreeing with you on everything that you're saying. There are so <laughs> many different aspects into this industry that you can get into. Don't get your head stuck in just one area. You have your AMP, the airframe and power plant certificates can go such a long way. And so don't think that just because you, you want to go in one direction, that that might be the one for you. Be open to trying new areas. Um, don't think you need to know it all because nobody knows it all. And if they tell you they know it all, they're wrong. And definitely I, and I taught this with the students this week. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. When you make a mistake, that's when you learn. Those who don't make mistakes are the ones that aren't doing anything. So that's why they've never made mistakes. So put the effort in. Take your time. Ask the questions like Faith is saying. That's one of the biggest things in this industry. And I know I can be the most annoying person on the face of the planet. I've been in, been a mechanic for 13 years. I still ask questions, you know, because that's how you learn. And don't be afraid of the people around you, their attitudes. You know, I've always said this, I've learned the most from those with the worst attitudes. And because they are the ones that have been so passionate about it that they're probably grumpy because they've been so passionate and they've seen so much within the industry. But a lot of the times they see that drive in people and they, they kind of gravitate towards it and they'll teach you so much. So be very open-minded to it walk before you run and be okay with making mistakes. That's my biggest. I'm, I'm so positively affirmed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that a while, but I'm really, I'm serious. I really mean all that. Like I'm so affirmed on a lot of things because of the stuff you guys have said so far. You let us know what you think, right? Like what do you guys think about uh, content creation? What do you think about social media being used as a tool? What do you think about some of the resources we put out? Let us know in the comments, you know, uh, shoot us a line. Uh, visit our website, cancel for maintenance, uh, visit our various social medias or join us on Discord, which is where we get like nine times out of 10, all of our conversations. And we actually go back and forth. There's been a lot of stuff that we pass on. It's pretty fun stuff, but let us know what you think. And on that note, we thank you all for listening and we'll catch you all again next time. Bye everybody. We would like to take this time to thank our patrons for supporting our show and allowing us to make episodes, maintain our gear, and create merch for all of our listeners. With special thanks to Erica Lamont, Chris Hawkins, Eric Shaw, Dan Schubert, Ryan Frushauer, Kyle Keir, Mike Sherwood, Caleb Stockhill, and Jennifer Brofer. Thank you all so much for your support and patronage.
If you like our show, please support us on Patreon. You'll receive awesome perks like access to our private Discord, discounts and early access to our merch, first glimpse of our comics and other projects, and so much more. You can further support us and show off your prowess as an aircraft specialist by visiting our shop at cancelformaintenance.com. If you like classy or rugged watches, visit our affiliate Rockwell Time at rockwelltime.com. Use the code CX, the number 4MX, to save 10% off your total order. If you have suggestions for the show or you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us a line on our contact us section at cancelformaintenance.com and we'll do what we can to get both your ideas and yourself on the show. Please support us on social media like Facebook at Cancel for Maintenance, Instagram at C-A-N-X for Maintenance Podcast, or Twitter at C-X-M-X Podcast. Please check out our new comic series on the Tapas app. Like, share, subscribe, and comment on our comics. Let us know what you think. Thank you all so much for your support and listenership, and we will catch you all next time.